0: and we're live
1: hi hello right. <laughs> hello hello
0: everyone what's up everybody <laughs> welcome to cosplay alliance I, we've got a special guest tonight we've got oh, on this side i guess <laughs> uh we've like got a very cosplay hosting an armor talk tonight i don't know why i'm yeah. here other than for tech support because i don't belong in this crowd i could tell you that right now but says the Aver- dude with the predator cosplay yes, says, yeah. and the- <laughs> wow okay fair enough I mean to uh, threw this
2: together
0: uh, in a cave Aver- kind of I'm not gonna lie it was both in my basement so and in my garage so there we go Avera Cosplay thank you so much for joining us That's and hosting fun. this show how are you
1: I'm great so I mean anytime you want to talk shop it's like my favorite thing so I'm all about it right because armor is my thing and we're very different than other cosplayers you know we stand and we don't sit there's other (laughs) um and and I love talking to my armor people so um yeah we can just get started I think that we should mention there'll be people that are going to be late so we'll be popping in and out and we will definitely be kind of backtracking introducing them as they come in and then kind of getting them into the uh, the conversation. So, um, let's just start off, I guess, with origin stories, right? So like, it's a, you know, a, a really awesome character sheet here. What is your, your origin story? Uh, why armor? Um, and, and how did you get started in cosplay? Oh, okay. So we have Tris Rex. Um, yeah. And kind of introduce yourself. We're just gonna, you're just in time for the origin story for the introduction. at this guy with
3: <laughs> armor in the background.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like that's armor right that's there.
0: Insane
4: drop <laughs> that's insane. This Rex was busy probably moving that's-
3: all that armor the whole day
1: today. He makes my guys look like little, like, you know, yeah. hobbits. I just have a yeah. wall. I
4: didn't even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in a yoga studio. Um, um, what's
5: up, y'all? Y'all can hear me?
1: Yeah, yeah we can, yeah, we can yeah.
5: hear you. Park we're going to go Park. around
1: and we are going to introduce ourselves and give us our origin story. Tris, you want to start since you were the last one here?
5: Yeah, um Tris Rex. My full name is Tristan Johnson, but started out what as what was a therapy, turned into a hobby and now it's a full blown passion of mine and I've always been enamored been enamored with like monster movies, uh anything creature related, big armor, uh anything uh in that world has always, you know, kinda like drew my eyes to it and, you know, one year, 2018, I was just like, you know what? I need to put all of these creative passions into effect and really like live a little bit. (laughs) So (laughs) that's how I I started. Um, And here we are, four years later, I never thought it would come to this. So a little bit of a different origin story, but uh, it came out of a, uh, a need to release in a therapy and that was this, and wow.
1: Yes, definitely. Wow, uh, happy to be
5: with there. y'all. Wow, yeah, thank, thank, you. thank you, y'all. Appreciate it.
1: So so
6: I just say it's an, an old joke, but it looks like you're about to drop a sick mixed track.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <right> oh <now. laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we the we the
6: new Wu Tang. Yeah. <laughs> Justice
5: League: The Dark Wu Tang Edition.
1: Yeah. <laughs> who wants to go next? Let's go with free the freakish workshop. Go for it. Exactly. Sure. Yeah,
6: yeah. Um. So I. Uh oh boy, uh, my dad used to make us paper mache um costumes for Halloween for the longest time. Uh, Boba Fett, um, Tusken Raider, um, he would make us <laughs> it's really funny. Um, we used to have this big backyard and we would always like fight with sticks like we were sword fighting, and then that would cut us so that you know he didn't want that, so he would make um cardboard weapons, but then we would still get hurt, so he made us cardboard armor. And then we would go, oh, your head doesn't have armor, so he'd have to make us cardboard helmets. And it was just like like a weapons like upgrade, basically. Um, and uh, basically since then, I've always been interested in making costumes. I, for a while, was really into making movies, and I still kind of am. But what I ended up doing was making movies around costumes that I wanted to make. Uh, and then at one point, I was in the middle of making this movie, and I – was spending hours on costumes and like barely touched the script anything like that and uh my dad was like i just want like can you come out of your room for a second and i thought it was gonna be like a you need to clean your room speech and basically all he did was he, he said okay you're gonna go into this room and pretend like you have no idea who lives there but tell me what their hobby and what their passion is And when i walked in it was props and costumes and then after that, I got in contact with a uh, really cool cosplayer. We're still friends today. Her name's Jessica Cross Cosplay, and um, she was doing like Skyrim armor builds, and uh, she helped me get into it. And then ever since then, it's been like what Trissa said. Um, it's been like if I'm not producing something, it feels like there's like like a a buildup of creative energy, and cosplay ends up being the best way to get those um, kind of uh, the energy out and out to the world um so yeah that's kind of where i started and where i'm at now
1: awesome uh yeah we're just going over origin stories for some of the most amazing armor smiths and foam smiths and armor builders in the cosplay universe so let's go with anti-freak what is your origin story
3: so i've been on the con scene since 2003 back in high school um Worked our way up the ladder now I run operations for Anime USA. I'm on staff for Katsukon, Oticon, MAGFest here in the DC uh, area. But I never started cosplaying until a couple of years ago. And I had friends who were like, hey, we've got a group for Persona 5. Will you come cosplay? Use Kate Kitagawa. I'm like, OK, sure. I know nothing about it. So I just BS'd my entire way through the weekend with all of them knowing jack and shit about this series, um, which is cool because Persona fans are super hardcore Persona fans. <laughs> And one of them was like, so what's your favorite soundtrack? Who's your favorite character? What's your favorite dance track? <laughs> I, know, I was like, bro, I have no idea what you're talking about. I just nodded my head all weekend. And he had no idea that I had never even heard of Persona before that. So it started getting like more and more building. And then they were like, hey, we're going to do this cool D&D group. Where we're going to do d starter Pokemon. We would like you to come in. And I've got a dark on and an SCA background. So I formally have learned how to do Chainmail by hand. Uh, plate mail all the way up to 16 gauge and i was like wow this is something i actually know how to do finally so i dove right into it um and have never turned back my wife and i are now um both competitive cosplayers as a couple where we do gajinkas and just um armored builds and we're currently going through the Evolutions, which is really exciting
1: Ooh, that's awesome very cool all right pentakiller you're up what's your fine, what's your origin fine. story
4: Alrighty. So uh, I think I first got into cosplay. I was uh, a big fan of an old TV channel called G4 Tech TV. Um, and uh, they, they do like a lot of video games and uh, just pop culture stuff before uh, Reddit was even around. So to find videos, I would always watch kind of their shows. And they're like, we're covering San Diego Comic Con. And I said, Okay, well, what's that? Watched it. And then eventually they got into cosplayers. And then I'm like, Oh, like whatever it was just watching it i knew that was something i wanted to do and then uh later on i met uh my friend Ally, who's like my other half of pentacle cosplay and uh she's my cosplay wife not my actual girlfriend it was complicated at first we're all good now <laughs> but uh yeah so uh so we, we met at a mutual friend's birthday party and then it somehow both came up that we wanted to try cosplay we wanted to go to a local con and uh, she was an art student i was engineering which i so my art was like zero when i started uh but we both kind of got the courage to muster up just starting to want to cosplay and uh we bought just like an old suit from like a value village and we put question marks on it to be the riddler and and then just like even before i got into the con there was like a seven foot tall batman and i was just (laughs) waiting for my ticket for a friend and then i was like oh my gosh and then he stopped for people with photos and then all of a sudden like a big half moon of people were just taking photos of us and I I just fell in love back then then I started an armor build for number two with Allie doing most of the work because for some reason like me I have to measure everything out I now have to pattern everything she can just look at something and be like "Ah, this is a complex shape but I got this just cut something and be like there you go that's what you're looking for and I was like oh like I don't have that sort of spatial awareness uh but eventually you know with more practice I got a lot better made made all my cosplays Uh, from there uh, but we like doing a lot of group cosplays together Um, and I guess with the name Pentakill Cosplay uh, originally there wasn't you know a whole lot of ways to get your photos or anything like that uh, back when so we thought oh why don't we create a page with like a group of cosplayers and try to get several people that were all doing League of Legends at the time because that's where it's from uh, to all tell people they're from Pentakill Cosplay and they can tag us and then we'd all be able to find ourselves from the page and uh, me and Allie just stuck with it so it's a League of Legends name, which was like originally a group of five uh, certain skins and just love and building and getting better ever since.
1: Awesome. DCW builds you want to, or Boba Fett, which would you prefer during the stream?
7: Uh, DCW <laughs> builds is good, but I didn't I didn't ask if anyone was going to suit up, so I just rushed to throw this on.
1: Um, kind of wish I didn't I love I... the energy. Yeah. I'm here for it.
7: But you get, get to look at my chest light going back and forth. The whole I
1: time. was.
2: I
7: was. <clears throat> so, origin story, um I guess it goes all the way back to like 2008. Uh, kind of not not necessarily right around the time Iron Man came out, but I like really got into prop making and started making everything with duct tape and fo- and uh, cardboard. I didn't even paint back then. I would just use colored duct tape. Uh the first thing I ever made was a keyblade, the kingdom key, so I used the yellow duct tape of the handle and then uh it was like a hockey stick i found in the garbage but uh i don't know i made so many different props and i had a lot of fun doing it and then just like real life got in the way and I, school and i moved states and stuff stopped doing it and then uh somewhere around 2014 c2e2 had a uh, their superhero supervillain bar crawl and i wanted i thought that was so cool so um I made, uh, out of some beer boxes, I made an Iron Man gauntlet and a boot. Like, the Iron Man 3, Tony Stark, like, when the suits come into him. And um, it was it was all freehand, looked looked like crap. But I kept seeing all these pictures where, like, it looked like people had really good-looking suits. And, like, there's no way everyone's doing it freehand on their own. It's too perfect. Found out people had templates for it, and I learned what Peppercuro was. And then, uh, crazy me, just first real cosplay. I jumped in and made a full Iron Man suit. Awesome. Uh, the Mar- Mark Forty Three. <clears throat> uh, but yeah, from there, made another An ambitious first uh, cosplay. Made... Yeah, <laughs> I'm there for yeah. it. I love it. Uh, it. I started that in like May of 2015, and I don't think I finished until like April of 2016. It took <laughs> so long. I and crazy enough, I used like the three millimeter like foamies like sheets for everything yeah and because it's so flimsy i like triple layered it with all my scraps i don't know why i did i didn't like research anything like i should have but it was a a learning experience
1: it's awesome yeah, I love that energy, though, because there's this, there's this girl who came up to me after my last panel. It was Armor 101. And she's like, yeah, she's like, I'm going to build my first co- my first build. And I'm like, what are you? She's like, I'm Alphonse. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, go for it. I'm here. Yeah. Like, that is awesome. Do it. And she was like five foot, too. She's like, and I'm going to need stilts. And I'm like, oh.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm like I love it. Um, J.S., what's your origin story?
0: Uh, I, my origin story is much more basic than all of you guys. I uh, Mine starts with a lightsaber. Nice. I wanted to make a lightsaber. And I started researching online because I didn't want to go out and buy a lightsaber. I wanted to be a good Jedi and make my own. Uh, one thing led to another. <laughs> I went down the rabbit hole of Punished Props and Evil Ted Smith and... Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I could name a ton of them, but... Uh yeah, I didn't stop at a lightsaber. I built a full Revan cosplay. Nice. That was that. Uh, I mean, I was always into costumes. We, me and a buddy of mine are the Halloween guys on the street. Mm-hmm. We were always the Halloween guys on the street, decorating garages and doing stuff. So, uh, you know, it was an easy transition for us to uh, go and, and do more cosplay stuff. Um, so I've really only been cosplaying for five years, maybe six years. And let's be honest, two of those, almost three of those, have been in the pandemic. So, really, I'm still a novice cosplayer. Let's put it that way.
3: At least you went the cosplay route and not the uh, plasma blowtorch route. Yeah. (laughs) Yes.
1: Oh, those ones you get online? Or the, the Elon Musk, this is not a flamethrower route. Wow, yeah. That would have been fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, for me, uh, my son, I was a longtime geek. I met my husband in a video game. So that's like we were guild leaders. So that's how nerdy I am. And I worked for Geek Magazine. So I went to a lot of cons back in the day, too. Um, and I just never had the guts to cosplay till my son said, I want to <clears> do <throat> this. Um, and he wanted to make a junk rat. And I... Just remember, me and my husband were trying to figure out how to do all this stuff, and somehow, somewhere along the line, I just looked at him and I said, "This is kind of good, isn't it? Like we're actually like good at this, aren't we?" And he's like, "I think we are." He's like, "I think this is pretty good." I'm like, "This doesn't look like trash, you know?" And so we kind of just kept going. Um, I'm really not an artistic person, but for some reason. Um, foam makes sense to me. So, uh, yeah, it is my outlet too, my therapy. Everyone, you know, the self-care, you know, oh, make sure you do self-care. It's like, if I'm not in my workshop making, that's when I actually start to, like, right. feel you like know, I'm, like, right. like, you know, not okay. Um, so that is my therapy. Working is my therapy. Um, yeah, so why armor over other things i guess is a, is a good way to start into all this too right so you could sew and you can do a lot of other stuff why um why make armor
6: well for me um the the movie that i was working on was a batman fan film and so for that i was working on a bane cosplay and i've always been <clears throat> not always i should say that but i loved what nolan did with taking the bat suit and making it military tech and really grounding a very stylized comic book look in function and utility and um that's really like if i had a style or a signature that's where i i tend to push myself towards is does it make sense within the real world not to say world of warcraft or Uh, like Monster Hunter doesn't make sense in its own, in its own way. But um, so for me, it was, it was looking at Bane and wanting to make armor that looked like he was a mercenary and he, but he still kind of modified for the venom pumps on top of Kevlar body armor. Batman is Batman. So I would just add armor. And that was the best way to add muscles because I didn't know about upholstery foam muscle suits or anything like that at the time. Um, And then ultimately it was who I talked to first. Like I said, um, Jessica Cross Cosplay, she's a big foam smith as well. Um, and so she just went, this is where you buy it. This is how much you should really pay for it. If you're paying more, really look into it. <laughs> These are the tools you need. And that being you know, craft knife, uh, heat gun, hot glue, all of that. So it was really a combination of what I was already into and then who I first talked to um, in regards to getting into the cosplay scene As as in the beginning, so. Yeah.
1: Anybody else want to jump in? Why? Why armor? I mean, there's other tons of other ways to cosplay, right? So why? Why particularly build stuff
3: the armor? Huh? It's not just the armor, though. When you look at doing an armor build, it's so. If you look at normal cosplay minus the armor, it's literally just, or I guess, simply more for take taking a character and then creating a copy of it. You have a template for what everything has to be you know what the clothing looks okay. like you know height you know the variables you know all the adjustments when you throw armor in there you have to look at it from the perspective of the clothing the there's a, a really important topic of proprioception does everybody know what that Or we're familiar with that term <laughs> go for no, it no, no. proprioception is the way your body moves through space and how you register things so like if you're walking by your kitchen and you hit your foot on the uh, side of the cabinet, you're like, ow, oh, I didn't see that there. That proprioception, you didn't have proprioception in that point um, because you didn't realize where your body was in space. So armor kind of takes an entire new level of that, where you have to understand as you build something, how am I going to move in this? What space do I have to have? You have to take into consideration not only all of the movements, but like you said earlier, like we don't sit down. How can you make functional <laughs> armor where you can sit down? how can right. you build armor that allows you to move through a hallway or through a con hall without hitting people. Um, and then taking that into consideration, plus looking at the clothing, plus looking at light smoke, extra special effects. Um, mm-hmm. that's what it takes in my opinion, um, as a competitor to win at the highest levels. It's not just, can I get a clean seam hundred percent of the time on a French press? How do I make clean seams on a French press, but also fine lines, great detailing, all the special effects. And you really only get that if you do armor. Um, Taking that aside, a decade of SCA and beating the crap out of people on a field in plate mail kind of helped with that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, for me, it's more, it was always just the characters I wanted to do just Mm -hmm. lend themselves to armor. You know, I've never really dreamt of doing, you know, uh, uh, giant you know, Maleficent or, you know, I don't know who has a ball gown, like Ariel in a ball gown, just is never like my dream, you know, character to cosplay. So um, it was always characters that are a little bit more have, have that aspect. Um, and it's just, there's always a challenge, you know, like there's always, like you said, like there's always like a, a, a there's a new technique, something else to do, you know um, how can I add this? How can I get this to move? Um, you know, even just walking around, um, it's not a statue, right? It's a costume. So it's, it's always got some sort of an aspect of a challenge. Um, yeah, like anybody. Oh sorry.
0: yeah. Go, ahead. I- oh, yeah.
1: go oh, for no, it. Wait. Great. JS.
0: No, no. Go ahead, Jordan.
4: Okay. Yeah. No, I was going to say one thing I find like foam is so versatile, like just compared to all the other materials, you can make it look like anything, right? If you, if you prime it enough, uh, sand it out enough, you can get a super smooth metal finish. Uh, you can obviously scratch it up with the Dremel and, and just get like a super rugged look. Um, and it's a relatively easier barrier for entry. And there's lots of tutorials out there, which is great because uh, I know like uh, punished props. Like I'm, I'm the same way as JS. I got the books uh, reading through those. They're they're great tutorials. And um, you could just, you know, you don't need the best quality film to get started. You can just go and buy the puzzle piece mats from your local Walmart or Canadian tire. Yep. If you're in Canada, I guess, because you won't <laughs> just realize not everybody is. But, uh, yeah, you can just go pick it up and you, you can make smaller pieces. You can, you know, just glue them together. And I think that's one of the great things about it. And now that foam clay is out, you can even sculpt and kind of
1: infringe I'm, on
4: some
0: of the other territories. I love the foam, foam. clay. Yeah, in,
1: I mean, everything I do. I did an entire build, a Pokemon armor build of Hydreigon, and I just did, like, thousands of miles of scales of foam clay. It was, like, my best week ever. Like just I'm there. currently working on something
6: with scales, and I, I've... Never felt more like uh, sympathy for like Aquaman cosplayers (laughs) or any other scale cosplayers. I'm like, I get it now. I'm sorry. Like,
1: (laughs) I have a type and my type is definitely uh, scales and wings and anything like with wood grain. So it's like if something comes out that's like got those elements, I'm like, oh, that's for me. Do you guys have anybody else want to answer the question about why armor?
0: Yeah, I mean for me it's always more about making stuff. I'm more of a maker than a cosplayer. I'll I'll be honest, I'm more of a prop maker than a A lot of the stuff you see here I made. So the making of armor pieces kind of goes more with my set of skills. Foam is just my material of choice. Like, you know, yeah. Jordan is saying it's so versatile, it's so easy to work with. So many people out there that are experts that have millions of hours of tutorials online. Uh, it is a very cheap and easy way to get into building armor. I mean, let's be honest, foam adapts itself to armor better than almost anything else. Although, I'm sure a lot of Triss's stuff is, is all foam as well, but uh, you know, yeah, foam is so versatile. Uh,
1: I think it was cowbuck right. cowbuck crunchies that said something, and i I don't want to like, you know, take their their words, but it really made a lot of sense to me is that that armor is a really low barrier to entry, right? Like it is, mm-hmm. you know, cheaper and it's easy to make something look okay and passable, right? You can, as a beginner, take on a project, get some patterns, get some foam, and go to a con with a passable um, with a passable costume, whereas with, you know, sewing, it's going to take you a lot to get from a bag to a ball gown but once you get to a ball gown things are kind of like you know it's pretty good it's pretty easy to go from ball gown to amazing right Mm -hmm. whereas with armor it's a lot more of a gap to go from um you know well i made this and it looks like the character to you know is behind Triss right there. <laughs> 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 um, you know, the, the, the builds that are, like, stopping traffic or, you know, you look at it and you're like, oh, my God, the proportions are amazing and just everything is so perfect. There's a much wider gap there. Um, and I do think that that's true to some extent because, you know, mm. I feel like I'm using the same techniques and the same um, materials that I was using five years ago that hasn't mm. changed and I'm still perfecting it. You know, I'm still perfecting the same things I was doing five yes. years ago. Yes. No.
5: Yeah. I think to add on to that, that question of why armor, I, I like to get away from the human body. Me personally, like if I know like when you think of armor, you think about like a suit of armor to cover the human body. But I like to use, obviously, I like to use those those same armor techniques in different ways to actually create things that aren't human at all. Uh, I think, you know, with kind of like what, what all of you were saying, like armor, excuse me, foam is just so cool. is because if you, you know, you spend a lot of time working with it, you can make it literally look like anything. And that was one of the things that really like gravitated me towards just using EVA foam instead of warbler instead of sewing and all this other stuff. And I like to mix in a lot of organic and, you know, uh, materials or like the burlap for for Scarecrow and all that, you know, mix it with the foam. But foam clay has been like, oh, man, that's that stuff is addictive. I love foam clay. It just makes me uh so happy that I could just like take this glob and just like literally keep molding and molding and molding. And it kind of took me back to like when I used to work in theater, when we used to work with like the chiffons or like the other clays and stuff where uh, it's really heavy, it really takes time. But then it's like foam clay is like working with a super, super wet clay where it's like you could get what you want right now. (laughs) You might have to sand it, prime it, you know, carve into it later. But there is no, um, you don't have to settle. Like this is what it is. This is what I want it to be. Um, so yeah, just mixing all the different type of foams. Then like upholstery foam, that's something that I'm uh getting a little bit into as far as like padding the inside of different things and uh just like even like the uh foam covers for the pipes at Home Depot. If you know how you could like keep the pipe heaters and they're like two dollars and thirty-eight cents. You could if you mold those under it and burn it up a little bit you know just foam period long as it's foam I feel good with it so yeah that's that's what armor and it's just like I don't really want to see a human body I don't want to see anything believable or I want to make it so unbelievable that you don't believe it's believable and that's how I know I did my work (laughs) so I guess that's some roundabout way of answering it
1: So piggybacking off of Triss's comment, actually, what is a crazy either technique or material that you've used in a build? Like something that just is crazy, like no one would have thought. Like what wow, you did, what? I guess for me, the craziest thing I think I ever did. Well, I did put foam clay in a pastry bag that you get for like making cakes, and I actually started to make like designs of the pastry bag. Um, but I think I, I vacuum formed faces to make a cape. So that was probably uh, the craziest. You can Hang on. Did you say
0: you foam. vacuum formed faces to make a cape? Yeah,
1: like uh, mannequin heads. Oh, and I sculpted okay. faces. <laughs> I like that. That, that doesn't sound uh, safe. No. And I was like cutting out <laughs> mannequin heads, like so I could get it on the vacuum former. And then I vacuum formed foam uh eva foam in different densities and like leather types and different kinds of foams they had different like you know um you know results uh and i made a cape of faces so that's that's cool i mean that's normal right but uh yeah so vacuum forming like that was one thing that i never thought i could do but i had no other i couldn't think of another way to get a face cape (laughs) so um yeah anybody else have like a really crazy technique or tool that they used
5: one of um, the latest things i'm sorry uh, let you go I'll oh, go ahead i would say one of the latest things i've done and i haven't showed it up close uh just yet but i've been experimenting a lot with garbage bags to make rotten decay and just like rotten flesh and that was one of the cool things that uh if you stretch it out and heat it up enough it, it can look like torn tendons and such and um I was just experimenting with it and it really turned out cool. It really it, you know as you start to mold it and mix it with the other aspects of, of the costume it really starts to do its job and it was one point where I was on FaceTime with my mom and she was like that's not cool. I I don't I don't want to see that. And I'm like that's it. I did it right. I did it right.
6: We have arrived.
5: Um, we've arrived and there's another breakthrough you know um yeah garbage bags i will never look at garbage bags the same
1: that's awesome project. I'm me, i uh... can like write down everybody's techniques yeah. and, like steal them and try them later yeah.
5: no i can't hey execution i can't tell you about that <laughs> i can just tell you the idea so I, you don't
1: charge me for the execution <laughs> anybody else have something crazy
7: uh, not really crazy, but I've I've definitely abused puffy paint, like the Tulip puffy paint that they use <laughs> for T-shirts. Uh, my entire Batflex suit, all the little hash marks. I did all those by hand with puffy paint. Oh, my God. Um, but also, what do you call it? I, I was cable. Triss saw me at C2E2, cable from Deadpool 2. So I 3D printed my arm, my forearm, and my the bicep. But, like, the elbow was empty, so to fill in that gap, I bought, like, an athletic compression sleeve, like a silver one, and then I actually, with silver and black uh, puffy paint, I, like, drew in all the piping details all the way around my arm so that it was, like, three-dimensional and textured, and it was flexible so I could bend my arm. Uh, wow, that's
1: really smart, actually. That's but really smart. As
7: far as, like, using materials, I like, that are weird, I... Uh, when I did Venom to do the eyes uh, from the Venom mask, I used like uh, two liter like, clear pop bottles. I cut them, I just glued them on there, and then I put a uh, perforated vi- uh, like window tint vinyl over it. So it was white and I was able to see. Nice.
6: Jumping off of uh, DCW for Venom, I have, a, um, I, I sell these Venom gloves, and they're essentially um, these gloves that go up to about here and there it, it looks like venom is crawling up the arm like it's starting at the hand and crawling up and to do it i'm going to try and show it i just used hot glue and oh, i was man. able to make this really veiny tendrily texture kind of jumping off that's of what cool. spider-man 3 kind of the venom looked like when it was crawling around um ultimately that's really like the craziest thing where i, I tried it and went. Oh, that oh, looks great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. keep
0: doing that. It's um, funny you say that. I, I have the same experience with hot glue. When, yeah. Uh, the skull. So the skull sticks out from under the biomask where the dreads attach. And it was just foam and it looked weird. And I was like, this, this looks like crap. It, it needs something. And in the movie, they have weird textured heads. So using hot glue and paint. Mm-hmm. And it, people always ask me, how the hell did you do that? It's just hot glue. It's hot glue is so versatile as well. I love using hot glue for that type of stuff. Oh hot
1: yeah, hot glue is awesome. They have colored hot glue now too. They do. That's, yeah. I was, I got some silver in a package or something, and I was like, when "This I is do, amazing."
6: Uh, <laughs> when I do carnage, um, the carnage gloves. When I sell those, I'll paint it all red, and then I'll go in with black super glue and just do like veins, uh, little little chunks of the black. And it's so yeah. much easier than having to hand paint <laughs> black black uh, veins. So. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah.
5: I would say of, another one.
6: Go ahead. I would
5: say one of the other things uh that really was like I remember when I was making King Trench and that's the blue guy. Um I was really going for a uh an anglerfish type of you know mouth and teeth and I couldn't get I sculpted the teeth like time and time again you know and then it was just just one night where i actually stepped on a comb and i was like crap and it hurt it but i picked it up i'm like wait this is it this is how an angler teeth uh anglerfish teeth look yes. <laughs> they're very thin they're see-through and i uh <clears throat> built those into the mouth and it ended up working perfectly so oh, sometimes awesome. you know you might just step on a good idea but <laughs> <laughs>
6: Has anyone ever had someone, like, walk in on them doing something really crazy? And, like, okay. you're like, I swear this will make sense.
1: <laughs> uh, anytime that I'm wrapped in wrapping myself, I use uh, um, this stuff. Instead of, like, the regular cellophane, I get the the one with the handle oh, so weird. that I can, like, do it myself. And I'll just be sitting there and I'll just be, like, you know, covered like this. And my son will come home from school and I'll just be like, Hi. <laughs> He's like, "Hi."
7: <laughs> for that what? bat suit, I need. To, I made the own, my own muscle suit, so I had to make a mannequin for myself. So, for some whatever reason, I twitch streamed it as my wife wha- wrapped me in plastic wrap and duct tape. <laughs> and for like over an hour, I'm just standing there and covered in you know the fo- uh, the duct tape mannequin.
1: Yeah. But I was
7: just trapped there while I live streamed it. Who knows?
1: That's amazing. I love that look. So hot. Yeah. It's like, yeah, look at it. Look at me. This is this is like,
4: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I've d- I've done that duct tape one before to, to for the first mannequin. And then I realized, you know what Facebook marketplace just looking for mannequins and finding one in your size can be your best friend. <laughs> but um uh, I was gonna say the weird I don't know if I've ever done anything like super creative, but that's one of the things I do appreciate about other people's cosplays when you see them, you're like, Oh, how'd you do that? And they're like, Oh, it's like a pop bottle cap and that's it. And you're like, Oh, okay, that's fantastic. Googly
1: uh, eyes.
4: <laughs> right? Oh yeah, oh, googly, googly eyes, eyes yeah. yeah, yeah, I've done that. Um, but one of the weirdest, I guess, experiences I've had is when we wanted to try and do prosthetics for the first round of Thanos. So I had my head casted and the pink Goo that they call alginate and when you just like cover your whole face in it and you just got little like i think mini straws just slightly up your nose so that you can breathe that that that's an experience if you ever get that done
1: i have not i want you that <laughs> i really do want it's to get very common it, if you
5: it's, get the the mint the so mint, scented mint scented
1: kind
5: <laughs> uh, yeah they got mint scented uh alginate and uh, i remember uh doing it in a class one time and it was like After the first 10 minutes, you just knock out. I was like, (laughs) I am tired. Let me go to sleep. And then you got some people that's like claustrophobic. And it's like, uh, my partner, just like, I guess, I I don't know what happened to him in the past, but he freaked out. (laughs) So I didn't get to make my scope, but (laughs) he was able to make one out of me.
4: So
3: we just finished competing with um, Leafeon and Glaceon from Pokemon. And for Letheon, um, we did, like, all the wood graining for all the armor, but we wanted to do something more organic. So we added, um, like, three and a half yards of live reindeer moss. And having something that is, like, biologically alive on your armor and the textures that it brings and, like, bright colors is not only a really cool effect to have, but when you set it down after a convention and then you come back and it's still alive and you're like, I think we've got a problem in our workshop. <laughs> um...
2: It's sentient.
3: Yeah. Um, and then to go completely opposite that with Glaceon on the nice sharp edges, uh, my wife, ha- for, so for everyone who's a cu- workshop with a couple, um, and the other person is like, I've got a great idea. And you're like, no, this is not a great idea. Um, we took the filigree design away from the armor and got rid of the armor and just ran the filigree over a, an ice-colored dress. Uh, Which was an interesting build because it was designed um, and detailed all with shattered mirror pieces. So the light caught it in different ways and reflected it, looked like live ice. Um, The problem with that is when you move in it and you're testing and putting it on for the first time, it is worse than Legos. Like, I will gladly (laughs) step on a kid's Legos after spending uh, four days this week post con just cleaning up glass pieces. Oh, God. Uh, And I'm still finding them everywhere. Um, But. Odd perks, but I don't know if anybody else does this. But on the inside of your armor builds, because um, I have to make all of my stuff field ready that I'm going to bring outside of a con into like SCA or Darkon, um, I use uh, rubber caulking to do all of the inside lining pieces. Keeps it sealed, keeps it airtight, keeps it waterproof, so you don't have to worry about any of like your lines being um, like hit with moisture or anything. So if you guys haven't had a chance to work with that yet, definitely recommend it.
1: Nice. Noted. Okay. Um. So you you compete. Uh, what is what, what what you know? What cons do you compete in and, and and like usually go to? Like what kind of cons? What kind of competitions?
3: So um, we do everything from Pax East and Gen Con to um, Awesome Con in DC. we travel traveled as far north as Boston, as far south. Uh, we've got Hallmat on this year down in uh, Florida. So we like we keep it mostly to the east coast. You
7: we're
1: at this year.
3: No, we're going next year. Okay. Um, we awesome. did not have time to do it this year. Yeah. Or I guess the
1: last session. Awesome. Anybody so, else compete? Time. I know Tris, you were you you judged. You compete though too, right?
5: Yeah, I did. I competed in uh the Crown Championship of co- championship of cosplay in uh twenty twenty. Yeah. But I, I just did the judging uh this this past year. So gotcha. it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. So seeing it from both sides is it's a, a very, judging is a very hard, yeah. it's a very hard thing to do. Um, It's easier when you got categories, of course, but knowing and just being able to sympathize with each, you know, contestant is really cool because like, dang, I was just there. Like I know how this goes. Right. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I, I like to compete when it's time to. Time to. Yeah. <laughs> and I like to have fun. I like to have
1: i mean i love competing to be honest with you i'll be at c2e2 i am the southern southern qualifier representative whatever for c2e2 for the crown so this will be my first time there and competing in at the crown which has like always been a dream of mine um yeah it's It's really what it's cracked up to be like all of the youtube
5: videos all of the lights
1: there is a video of me at supercon winning um and and the people like you know Florida is a small um, people who compete in Florida are pretty small so we compete against each other at MegaCon and at home at, and at you know SuperCon and and it's the same people so like my friends on stage you know and I they're like oh congratulations and I am ugly crying like straight on Kardashian like full force <laughs> like ugly crying um because I had actually the the con the outfit or the outfit. The armor piece that I uh, I was winning in, I had gotten rejected from the Ultimate Online Contest. I didn't make it as a, a finalist. So, like, it was one of those things where there's, like, so much work and so much emotion, you know. Um, and, yeah, I love, I love competing because it's, like, all of my friends, the people you meet backstage, like, this is the oh, yeah. most amazing people in the world, you know.
5: I've met... Um... Some, some like my really that was really my first competition ever. Um, and it was just like some of the people I met and some of the things I learned is just like invaluable just for the lessons and like the, all of the camaraderie and the people that I've learned. Like, I don't yeah. care that I, I didn't place, but no, um, it what I learned is just like I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for that. So yeah. I definitely agree with you. Just it's just a good time.
1: And, and it's like, well, you know, people are like, oh, well, it's not cosplay isn't in a competition. And then I do agree with that. It's not, you know, I, I am the first one at Dragon Con to be in a inflatable Kool-Aid man suit running around with a flask in my hand. Like I, I get it. I was squirtle at whole mat. Like we were squirtle squad. <laughs> we were awesome. you know. <laughs> so, but I also do like to compete. Um, and, and I do think that the people who have never competed think it's a lot different than it is because when you are backstage nobody everybody's cheering for each other brooding for each other yeah. you know and there's no like you know no one thinks you are competing against you know it's not a boxing match it's a gymnastics meet you know what I mean like no. you're out there doing your thing and you're going to score whatever I'm going to score whatever it's not like we're going head to head you know um, right. so yeah I, I, yes. I, I love it especially the armor people because we all kind of like, like lean against the wall together
5: <laughs> yeah, you got to get that 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 shuffle going.
1: Yeah, yeah, you get the get the, the blood
5: Yeah, but um, and uh,
7: this past C two E two. Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
5: i go, go ahead. I was just. gonna uh, say, I was gonna gonna say... More of a celebration yeah. than a uh, competition. Yeah. Just celebrating yeah. each other for sure. And good segue because you just competed. <laughs>
7: Oh, I was just going to say, everyone, like, so much com- uh, camaraderie, uh, everybody is, all the significant others and handlers are just, like, fetching water and, like, pouring it into someone's mouth because they can't bend their arms, mm-hmm. or uh, slipping ad- uh, Advil into their mouth because they have a headache and they can't, they they can't move because they're all bound up.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Know, it's
7: it's a cool, it's a cool feeling to be back there.
1: It's, I it's just as always... me,
7: though. There's no ventilation.
1: I all love how we're standing there and I got, like, wings, usually. Something, and and the, the girl will be like next to me in a ball gown, going, "This is so heavy." And I'll just be like, oh, "Really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? The, really? Heavy. Okay." Should vacuum form that to get it on the plane? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I know. I'm sh- I know corsets and underpinnings are very uncomfortable and heavy. So
3: it's really but. great to have the support of your significant others, though. I don't know what I would do without mine because I can't so to save my life. So
6: like wigs,
3: (laughs) hair, make like wigs, hair, makeup, and sewing, absolute specialist, uh Mesoakami is. I take care of like armor and programming and lights and fog machines and anything that is super technical. And that comes down, I think, to like I've got a degree in cybersecurity engineering and she's a degree in English literature. So people are opposite sets of skills that really mesh together. And I think I I consider myself very fortunate that the two of us are able to do that together.
1: Oh yeah, my my husband and I, we have very different I'm definitely more artistic and I, my style is much more cartoony and he's like engineer like this. So we, we'll do a lot of things. and you could look at us, we'll be like, you know, a couple's cosplay, but we look like two completely different styles. Uh, but he's always good to like reel me back when I'm like, okay, so I'm going to have drones. They're going to come out from underneath my skirt. They're going to fly over the audience. So he's like, no. Come back. take it, take it, He's like, how about we make your sword light up. And I'm like, okay, we can do that. <laughs> like yeah. the drone idea. Um, but yeah, I love, I love, you know, being in a workshop. Does anybody else, is everybody here, significant others, who else has significant others that they share a shop with? Or yeah. or
6: I'm mm-hmm. not share a shop, no. but sh- my significant others, definitely like, regardless of the attempts of me designing armor that I can put on myself, I, I it always ends up where I didn't think it was going to be that hard to put on body armor or, you know, what I mean, I, oh, whoops, I forgot that I can't now move my elbows past 90 degrees. And that means I can't put the helmet on. So I need someone else. So she's been phenomenal yeah. in learning, <laughs> learning my costume last minute. When I've spent months designing it, and I'm the one that forgot something, and she goes, "No, no, no, it, it has to go here." I'm like, "Oh right, you're, oh, t- you're nice. right, you're right." <laughs> you know, that's um, hilarious. But yeah, no, she's been she's been great. Um, ironically, <laughs> yeah. so her name's Rachel, and my first cosplays were Batman, so it was always like constantly, I'm like Rachel. Where are you? Cause I can not oh, see anything. God, I have to wear glasses. So whenever I wear the cowl up until recently, I hadn't worn contact lenses. So it was like anything 10 feet away from me. I'm like, what is that? I have no idea what's in front of you. You have to, uh-huh. you have to, you have to you know, tell me where I'm going or tell me someone's behind me. Cause with foam, you can't hear very well. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's so many times where I've almost smashed a kid by spinning around. Cause I didn't know where he was around me. I didn't know that he was behind me. And yeah, she's, she's been pretty great.
1: My husband has left me in armor before. <laughs> like, he went to go get towels at the hotel, and I was just literally standing there, like, trying to get the corset, you know, thing off. And I'm, like, standing there, like, I don't need an armor. Just but no, he's great. No, he's great. He's been-
7: Talking about not being able to see, like, yeah, no yeah. peripheral in this. Only this narrow strip in front. And uh, over the fans and the battery and stuff, I can't hear anything. No,
1: Is that that's foam? Looks really
7: good. Uh no no that's three D printed. I oh, last two years I've really doubled down on three D printing and learned a ton. It's, yeah. It's
0: a really awesome uh aspect to armor do, making.
1: Do, does anybody else do three D printing?
0: Yeah, yep. I have been three D printing yep. for probably about three years now and although I don't know about I don't know that I would build a full armor three D printed. So let's be honest. That's that's way too much sanding for me. Uh it's great for certain pieces like you know, a biomask or like an accessory or like a helmet, or that's where 3D printing really shines for me.
6: I had yeah, a guy a, who 3D printed for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a question. Sorry.
1: Oh sorry, go ahead.
6: No, I was gonna say I had a guy who 3D printed for me. Um so when I got really tired of uh, my Batman spikes getting folded at cons or just yeah. in boxes I had them 3d print spikes for me that were like I can pull them out so they have they were flat and then the spikes would come off of them and then the armor just had holes so I could just slot like slot them in um, and uh, that's kind of as far as 3d printing's gone for for my costumes but in the future I'm planning on doing what you're saying Js is just little like uh, detail pieces or like mm-hmm. um, very specific um armor chunks where I go, I don't, there's no way I can make this look good in foam at my skill level.
1: There's a, somebody in the audience, or, or I guess you'd call it an audience, who wants to start some drama. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> who wants us yeah. to know about our thoughts on 3D printing? More than happy to start drama. that one off. <laughs> so I um, want to start off with that one. That's a fun question. So
3: on the, the foam versus 3D printing. Um, so I just 3D printed the helmet from Wad Pussycats of My Hair Academia. And this prop is should be reported to the cosplay union because it is a crime against cosplayers. Uh, the first time I made this helmet, I jumped on it and smashed it and threw it off my balcony at Katsukon when I was done with it. It is 42 individual parts that all have to be meticulously done, pinned and glued in a specific way. And if you don't do that, the entire thing's ruined and you got to start all over. So I 3D printed it, um, which unfortunately left me with the problem of the you-can't-hear-anything helmet. <laughs> so... Looking at that piece specifically, just an open helmet was a 71 hour print time. So when you look at the 3D printing for large armors, even looking at Iron Man, I scoped out the Mark IV uh, for print time and it was in the 400 to 600 hour range. And that's just print time. That doesn't include assembly, manufacturing, finishing, sanding, priming, painting, all of the other stuff. And that's, you're looking at an extra 150 to 200 hours. So when it comes down to the foam for 3D printing, I think that everybody should learn methodically master one thing and move to other. Don't go to 3d printing. Cause it might be easier to do it. Learn how to do it with foam. It's yeah, not easier, It's
0: not easier.
1: <laughs> I mean, for competing, unless you make your files, yeah. uh, for me, and you know, if, if I'm going to make something and I, I can't, I would need to learn how to use blender. Mm-hmm. I would need to make my own files in order for it to be valid in a competition. And for me, that's just too many, you know, um, too many things to learn like we all can't learn everything like i would rather get more into like sculpting and using monster clay and casting um than 3d printing but if you're doing your own files and you're printing your stuff then that to me that's just as hard or valid as anything else um and but for me like like my mercy helmet back there is 3D printed. It wasn't necessarily a big competition piece, um, so I went ahead and I printed it because I wanted it to look like perfect. And I love the things that like here and there that are 3D printed. Um, I enjoy sanding them down and making them, you know, automotive paint and making it look good. But um, for me, that's just not where like like I don't feel like I'm making it. It's just not my jam, you know. I don't I don't like manufacturing. I want to like get in the clay, you know, kind of a person. Um, But I don't have like a, there's no like stigma to make, I don't look down on people who, you know, do everything from like Hoku props and, uh, you know, people like that who are making everything in blender and then they're going all the way through to, you know, going on stage with it. It's just as valid as foam. Um, Also, I I have a bald spot for my helmet though so that's the one
2: thing that
1: sucks like i literally and you're a i'm a woman so i had like a bald spot like right here for like three months where my helmet was rubbing against my head so i learned that lesson but
6: i think for me as like a for me it comes down to um noticing the quality i think it's easier now with the with the spreading of 3d technology um of 3d printing technology within the cosplay you can Identify cosplays easier that are hundred percent. Like you can look at an Iron Man, and if it looks like it's not CGI somehow, like it's that good, you kind of go, okay, it's probably three D printed. Versus you, you can look at someone who's made it out of foam, I mean, even if it's high density foam, and it's it's a solid looking piece. You can tell that there's there's some sort of texture. I don't know for me at least, um, a texture difference between the two, um, and and just knowing that. Tons of work went into both. Um, is is definitely a hard balance to 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 kind of carry. I don't know if that makes sense to anyone else, but
7: so if I can chime in, um, it for as far as using foam or three D printing, definitely for helmets and stuff and masks. I definitely lean more towards printing when I can, because like especially Mandalorian style helmets, they don't i don't think they look right when they're made out of foam, uh no matter how you do it um but and then as far as competition goes i don't think you really even need to have to know how to model um because it's there's so much more to it than just printing it um, it's the whole scaling of it especially for a full suit of armor it's the entire everything needs to fit together um Things don't always scale correctly. if it, There's functional pieces to it, whether it's electronics or motorized pieces. Um, and then, uh, what do you call it? Um, if you see a 3D print, if it looks like a 3D print, then it's probably a bad one. Because uh, if you actually take the time and properly finish it and fill in every layer line and everything, you you won't be able to tell it's not metal or plastic or whatever it's supposed to be uh mimicking but
6: until you hear like uh, the horse hooves clack 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 Mm.
7: (laughs) like uh again using Mandalorian like uh Dingerin to get like the finish you want on that helmet, that chrome finish, you have to go through so much prep work, which the the sanding and finishing is like more than it takes to print the damn helmet. Like and I've I got my printers yeah. dialed in. I can print a whole helmet in two days. Uh, and versus entire,
1: and the paint, the uh, the Illuminaster or whatever it is, the five thousand dollar paint. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean,
7: I think it's like one hundred and fifty for like eight ounces or something. But yeah. it's it's a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. It it really depends on what you're doing. My like Witcher armor is a hybrid. It's made out of foam, leather, and three D printed chainmail. I did that all in six days, so while the chainmail was printing, I was running around doing everything else. So it's...
2: Yeah.
7: I guess I'll leave it with, don't gatekeep. Uh, it's just another two in your arsenal. Same as a laser cutter or uh, all those little uh, new tools for cutting foam. It's just another thing to to make your cosplays better.
0: 100%. Mm-hmm. I, yep. I, I really think that uh, there is no one tool that is better than the others. Uh, But at the same time, 3D printing, for me, may not necessarily be the best way to go big armor anyway. Uh, Just the sheer amount of work is enough to make me want to stay away from from 3D printing. I've also found there's also a little bit of a fragility to 3D prints. If you're making big prints, they need to be glued together. And those are weak points. And that's another issue that I found with 3D Prints is you gotta be very, very careful how you do it. You gotta be reinforcing, you gotta that's you're adding more work, right? So I don't know. At one point mm. for me it becomes a matter of is it worth the time to put in? The flip side is is the sanding for me is very therapeutic. I'll mm. sit at my yeah. dining room table for hours while I'll put something on T V and I'll just sit there and sand.
1: It doesn't matter what you do, you're going to no, be No, I not mean, matter even, what I, it is. I, I don't have a foam piece that I haven't sanded. I don't yeah. know what it is. No matter yeah. what you're doing, you probably have to still stand it. Uh, and you're probably not done sanding. You think you are, but you're not. Uh, Tristan are you going to say anything about... Um,
5: yeah, I was going to. I mean, because it's always one of those things that, like, come up. Like, you got to be, like, one or the other. And I yeah. really think it just depends on what you're making and, and the costume. Like, that you made, like... It's just one of those things where, like for me, I like to make a lot of hero suits, that it's just one of one. Um, But even if I had to make multiple, I think, J.S., you bring up a good point that it doesn't necessarily move the same. And um, I remember I was I was going to try to get into it and I was like, "Eh, you know what? It's okay. I'm going to just let these hands do the talking for now and maybe later on down the line. But that was years ago. And now it's like, I I really don't care. It's just about like what I need to make. And that's when I pick up those new skills or whatever I need to learn to, 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 to bring things to life. But i say this, like I always say, you still got to do the work, whether it's, you know, learning the new file, learning how to manipulate those, uh, via software or via foam, foam clay, or even if you mold with monster clay, you still got to do the work. You still got to do the work. You got to sand, you got to prime it, you got to make it move, you got to make it flexible, you got to make it real. You know, how mm-hmm. however you get there is how you get there. So I don't really like. I, I like to, it's, it's just one of those things I don't really like to hear those uh, gatekeepy type of things where it just puts up barriers of entry. Because if you keep doing that, people aren't going to want to be able to express themselves. And everybody, you know, don't want to do phone. Some people just yeah,
1: want to I don't do know it. why it's such Not. a strong, yeah. like why it's such a strong debate. Like I, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I was actually yeah. looking
6: into this on, on the drawing side of things for school, um, looking at articles and whatever. And, and this digital versus traditional within drawing is actually a pretty big discussion piece right now within the art world. And going you know the people who are drawing on tablets who have one stylus that can act as paint marker graphite versus the people who have to change or can master one or the other um it's it's not just cosplay that's that's yeah that's struggling with this tragic digital is is the term that i've been seeing um it's 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 a very widespread um revolution might be the right word um of of digital technologies entering into a tradition, a a classically traditional space.
1: Right. I
6: I actually have a question for people who have, who do competing and do 3D stuff. Have you ever had issues with getting 3D printed weapons into convention halls or anything like that? Because that's another thing that I think about is like, for Mm -hmm. example, I'm working on a Viking cosplay and all of the blades I'm making out of foam because at one point I tried doing those Batman fins And um, I was asked if I could take them out. Um, Really? Just because, yeah, because they were sharp um, or they've looked sharp and they didn't want anyone injured. So if you've got a sword or if you've got any sort of pokey bit that's 3D printed, has anyone had issues with convention halls or competitions or anything like that? I had twin sites this weekend that were 3D printed uh, and they were a mold
3: of uh, Resident Evil and Critical Role with Fern. And they were super sharp on the inside, super pointy. Um, I've got little dots on my arms from where I accidentally caught myself on it. Uh, and they went straight through no problems because it wasn't oh, uh, live steel. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. Hmm.
1: I've never had an issue. Um, I mean, I've had issues with,
6: like, creating fake grenades for grenade launchers out of, like, toilet paper roll and ping pong balls. Really? And I've had issues with people, with, with some some of the people there. So I know that it, it varies convention to convention, but I've heard stories of that before. And I was just curious.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to be right back. Of, yeah. I got to get a cold. Nor just Maybe it's, it's because we're in Canada, but <laughs> I've brought in 3D printed guns. Uh, I've brought in like batarangs, like sharp batarangs, 3D printed batarangs. I've brought in swords. I'm trying to think of what else. Like I've I've never had an issue getting any prop. Uh, 3d printed or not
4: um you know i have actually which is really? weird yeah what well coin? not 3d printed though but like back when i did had my first riddler staff it was a metal rod and then it uh, was yes. a wooden and then it, well but it was covered i guess both ends like bottom had wood on it top had wood on it and they're like oh no that's like a blunt object
6: so is this um, like a canadian thing is what i'm getting because jordan you're from canada right yeah yeah so anyone else here from canada Mm-mm. So I wonder if it's a Canadian thing then because I'm having issues and Jordan's then had issues as well. Because <laughs> like wooden, have- wooden staffs is another thing that someone had to um, it was a it was a Gandalf staff that they uh, used real wood and twigs to build um, and they had to get it tagged and special that this is fake and all. it was this big deal um, to get just a Gandalf Weird. staff in. Yeah. I
1: mean my husband was Casey Jones yeah. once and had like bats. <laughs> 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 like he had bat like literally like a bat and a hockey stick. Um, I had a Warhammer um, a sword that was three D printed, and you know it was. I had really reflective; it looked pretty nice. I think and I don't think it was ever what you call it. Stop. So, Lisa, do you want to introduce yourself because you are just joining us? It's nice to see Hi. you. Hi.
8: Um, I don't know. Did everybody do introductions already? And I don't know. Um, yeah, we
1: did our origin stories. It was super... Origin funny.
8: stories. Yeah. Um, I'm not that cool, but... um,
1: you got hit by a radio... You know, your parents died <laughs> and you got bit by something. It's usually something along those lines. Usually in, uh, in superhero <laughs> movies, right?
8: Um, so, I don't know. I've been doing this on and off for like 10 years-ish. It's mostly just been kind of smaller things, but I'd started... Initially because I wanted to make mostly World of Warcraft armor builds, which I'm only finally doing now, like a decade later, but better late than never, I figured. Um, in addition to that, I just have like a million other hobbies. So I do photography as well. Um, I'm a musician and that's most of them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, what's your dream cosplay? Dream I
8: mean, armor I don't know builds, for everybody. Sorry. Yeah, this is a question from Mr. Cosplay
0: Alliance himself asking what everybody's dream cosplay armor build is.
8: Oh, I see. Sorry, I'm on my phone, so everything's really small. (laughs) Hmm. I don't know. I mean, my dream cosplay was probably Sylvanas Windrunner, and I just finished that one. I guess I'm redoing it again for the third time, but I'll probably just keep redoing that one, honestly, until I really like it, which, I don't know, is anybody ever really happy with their builds?
1: (laughs) always oh, a good enough meter right this will do <laughs> pretty All much right. everybody else what's your dream your dream build
6: i think for me uh, there's a i don't remember what the team's called but there's this um uh halo spartan team i think it's called uh, Omega team or something like that they just it's basically just a, a spartan armor from halo but there's a bunch of like armor plates and weird other things attached to it that make them look really cool um and I also would love to and this is just all like by purchasing, but I would love to go through like Ironhead and a bunch of other of those guys and, and get like a, a, a really high quality um, Ben Affleck suit, uh, muscle suits, the the cowl and just go like nine, like movie grade Batman suit. That's kind of the dream cosplay of mine, nice. but Thomas Wayne, of course, I'm, I'm a Thomas Wayne Batman guy so i that not not the one. <laughs> yeah i would love
4: a i would love a batman like full build too but i think my dream armor build uh, the thing that's always caught my eye recently is like any of the armors from the god of war reboot mm. just, just some of those like the art in that game around kratos now i am mm. not nearly as jacked i don't know if i could get a muscle suit <laughs> to make me look that jacked but just some of the Check little out Ares details. Legacy. Always, Legacy Ares'
6: legacy does some wicked muscle suits. You could yeah. get. You could get. Oh, Kratos, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah, He does do the best muscle suits. Oh my god! Uh, and uh, but I would yeah, just making some of that Kratos armor and you know his blades of chaos, uh, his axe. Oh, it's yeah. And I can't wait for the next game. So hopefully there's more, and then maybe I'll, I'll get the courage to to do that.
1: So. The next one is Ragnarok, right? Yeah. I'm six months pregnant, and I was debating doing Thor. <laughs> you should. <laughs> I, I might. I don't know. I got some good ones. I got some good ones coming up. So do it. Do it. That's awesome. <laughs> it's always fun to like try to. I did Fat Thor last pregnancy, so I got to top it. I don't know how I'm going to do that. That was pretty good. It's right time. Um, my dream cosplay is actually from World of Warcraft too. Sweet. It's uh. You know, I just need to make, like, four hands. Lady Vaj, she's amazing. And I just need, like, six arms and then, you know, a gorgon tail. And it's going to be super easy. I I have no idea. But one day I'm going to do her. And you're going to see me, like, slithering around a con. and It'll be like that. Just like that.
8: Yeah, that'll be awesome. Very cool. (laughs)
1: Um, Anybody else? Dream cosplay build, armor build.
0: Giant robots.
1: I
3: love the work you did combining the Sisters of Battle from the Warhammer universe and Mercy. And one of my uh, dream builds, Dana Herberg, did a fantasy art series where she took um, all the Overwatch players and did like a Gothic Victorian version of them. And this 14th century Gothic Victorian vampire Mercy has been on my mind for like three years. And I just keep putting it off and I keep putting it off and after this weekend, I'm finally, I hit the whiteboard uh, on Monday and started drafting the, the initial work for it. Uh, I've got to see
1: this art. That
3: one. sounds amazing. Right? And who did this? Uh, Dana Hemberg.
8: Okay. I've got to look that up later.
3: Yeah, I'll uh, drop it over in our Instagram chat.
8: Yeah, yeah for sure.
3: Too.
1: I love and, I love a mashup. I just love them.
3: Um, Avery, for you, there's a, a cosplayer that I saw at Oticon last year who did uh, Sun Eater from My Hero Academia, if you're not familiar with that series, mm-hmm. his uh, quirk is that he can—he gets the physical uh, traits of whatever he eats. So he just went to like a buffet and was growing like squid tentacles and a chicken beak and all these cool things. But he actually <laughs> made all of the tentacles um, with uh, functional wiring and pool noodles. And the way that oh, he right. did it was super realistic. So that might oh, be wow. uh, a method for helping you get all
1: the multiple arms. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, someday I'm gonna I'm gonna have that. Drones coming out of my I don't know. (laughs)
5: Drones.
1: (laughs) It was actually for Saint Celestine. I was like, what I could do is have the doves on drones, and I could have them come out from under my skirt, and that was like, no.
0: We've got uh, RLH underscore NYC here saying uh, armor cosplays are always amazing, whether big or small. Yeah, for sure.
6: Yeah, I actually saw, I don't remember what her tag was, but there's this uh, cosplayer I just started following who does this super simple, very thin looking armor, and it was just as amazing, and I scrolled, and it was was some Warhammer 40k, and I had the same reaction, just going, that is,
1: oh my goodness, it's so cool. Arbor Real Kelly, probably?
6: Maybe? I'll have to find her.
1: She does, like, her armor's very textured. Um, And she does some cool She does a lot of Warhammer stuff too Um, She just won TwitchCon Or GlitchCon Anybody else has a dream build? Or Tris is like, look behind me These are my dreams
5: Nah, actually My dream build um, Well, actually It's partially coming true But uh, I don't know, I don't want to give any spoilers away But let's just say my dream build Would be the Queen Alien.
0: Oh. oh yes, yeah. the Xenomorph queen. queen Holy Alien. yeah,
5: the Xenomorph queen from
4: Aliens. Yeah, nice. That's my dream build. I was going to say, sorry, you it's like not you armor. armor. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, that's Chris Rex that. looks like he built some of his nightmare. Looks yeah, some that's of his his nightmare. Not so much. <laughs> not, not dream builds. Nightmare builds.
5: Well, we he started in therapy, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: When, when do you, you open see your garage you take and your, your medicine,
6: neighbor's Tristan? screen, you're doing something
1: yeah. right.
6: <laughs> yeah, Some people I'm... manifest split personalities. Tris <laughs> manifests.
5: Exactly. Awesome. What do you see, Tris? Tell me, tell me. Then I just <laughs> <out> of phone. <laughs> Here's why I need help. <laughs> I keep seeing monsters in my head. So that's why I'm going to keep creating. Some monsters oh, that's wicked.
0: Gone. I see. Sorry, Tris. I, uh, Anti-Freak just posted in our chat here on Instagram. The Vampire Queen Mercy. That's dope.
5: Oh, man. Oh, let's see.
4: Yeah, that oh, is that's cool.
0: I'd I'd like I wish see, I uh, you know that? what I'm gonna to try to share my screen here so that everybody can see it.
6: Yeah. I've Some seen a of bunch of stuff uh, that, like Castlevania mixed with Overwatch Very or Castlevania amazing. with Warhammer. Some really cool stuff. Basically Gothic, anything. You mix you take Gothic and you mix it with anything. It's
1: that's really cool. That's awesome. It doesn't have, it doesn't have I didn't think there's something game better than gothic skins. enough. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes fan skins are really better than anything in the yeah. in the game, you know? Um what um anybody else who didn't chime in on their dream build?
7: Um taking notes. I feel w- like. One of my dreams was I kinda already did, it was Batman, so I was happy to get that done. But uh I gotta say, it had to be like the T the T sixty power armor from Fallout Four. Mm. Like it's like a massive like tank. Cool.
1: Nice.
6: Yeah. That would be it. I know that the game's not super popular, but I'd love to hit up uh, an anthem suit with the stilts and everything. Um, that's definitely... I remember they, uh, the company that did some of the live-action trailer suits. Um, they came to Edmonton uh, Expo a couple of years back, and I was there. And ever since then, I've always thought, I'm like, I wonder if I could do that in my garage. Do I need a warehouse for this?
1: Yes, you can. What is your biggest, like... Uh, whether it's a bathroom story or just some sort of funny, like, you're in your suit and something goes horribly wrong. Um, fail moment in your in your costume. Um, for, for me, I, my first really big armor build that I ever competed in was Shira, But it was a Sideshow Collectibles version. And I didn't, I, I stood there uh, it, backstage and my husband was He-Man armored He-Man. And I looked at him and I said, I have to go to the bathroom. And he said, well, how do you do that? And I go, I didn't really plan on having to go to the bathroom. So if you've never seen a 40 year old woman in Spanx and a corset running for full speed across the backstage area of a competition, you are really missing out because I had to literally take the whole thing off and just run for the bathroom. It was glorious. Uh, I think some kids realized that they were never gonna, you know, it was like birth control for them. It was great. Um but yeah, so I didn't from now on like now, whenever I'm thinking, Okay, how much foam do I need and how am I gonna go to the bathroom in this? It's like literally like the same thing that I think of. But I don't know if anybody else has any other funny fail failure moments. Tris,
6: can can you tell me that Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was I to say, Tris, please tell me you tripped and face-planted in one of your suits before. No, but I almost passed out.
5: Oh, <laughs> God. Um, it was uh, the year, the the crown championship. We were getting ready, and um, I was rushing that morning trying to get there on time to make it for the judges, and I forgot my fans. I got these two internal fans that fit in the traps of Swamp Thing, the green. And I forgot them. And I didn't realize it too it was about like an hour or something to go on stage. And I was back there and, and just trying to keep circulation in my foot. And everybody's just ch- checking on me, sweating, sweating, because I got a balaclava on that had like moss all over it. And I was just sweating profusely. And it was just like a team of people along with my wife, just like, just fanning me down, fanning me down, just so I could actually make it. And it's just one of those things where I'm glad I have somewhat hydrated uh, the day before, but it was scary for some people. I, the show goes on, you know. Yeah. Hey, you fall out, you still got to be Swamp Thing, so. Just do it. <laughs>
1: do it. Do it in character. Can you pass out yeah. in character, please? Yeah. yeah Chris, yeah. mine's
3: complete opposite of yours. Cats um, <laughs> are 2019, uh, when I debuted for alligator for competition. I love chain mail. I love making chain mail, despite the tedious work of putting 14,000 rings together. Um, when you're in a convention center with 25,000 people, it gets really hot. And we were like, okay, it's 19 degrees outside. Let's go down to the waterfront for a photo shoot. We're in DC in February. I get outside, I feel great. The problem with chainmail is that 20 minutes in when the chain mail freezes, so do you, and you're walking around in a freezer. <laughs> oh my um, God. And it, you go from like being overheated to, you might pass out just because you're freezing now. And like we checked my temperature. When we got back in, my body temperature had dropped down to like 89 degrees. Um, and I was like, my fingers were white um, and I was literally almost like frostbite stage one just from the chain because I had nothing under it because I was in the convention center. So I didn't think that far ahead of do I have to go from like 95 degrees to single digits? And it was a uh, lesson learned the hard way. Anybody else you made have... it, man. <laughs> yeah,
1: for Yeah. That's you're here. Brutal.
3: yeah. yeah. That's so brutal. don't wear chainmail in sub temperatures. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I
4: know, uh, not not too bad of a story, but I know just near the end of one day, <laughs> um, I was wearing Aatrox, big League of Legends winged character. And uh, I think just as we were getting ready to leave, we were going up the escalator of one of the convention centers, get to the top, and the Toronto Star, which is, I guess, our big newspaper, is like, oh, can we get a photo of, of your group? And then it was like three, two, and then one of my wings just snapped right off. (laughs) And (laughs) it was right during the countdown. And then somebody, like a random stranger came in and was like, here, we're just going to hold that there to make it look like it's all right. And it it worked out well. Um, So that was all right. But it was just like the perfect timing of when something had to break. And at least it was at the end of the day. Um, And then I tried to pull up a photo of here of one of the other most interesting times. Right after we did the prosthetic, went out to dinner with a group of people there. (laughs) And so- one of these things is not like the other, right? <laughs> me taking the photo, eating sushi. That's so, awesome. uh Yeah, that, w- that was a fun experience. And uh, I got one with sushi in the mouth, but it's just not as appetizing. So we'll just we'll leave it at that. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Nothing's ever really gone wrong other than straps just not going. So now uh, me and my wife, we have like the emergency bag with super glue, duct tape. You know, mm-hmm. it works. Yeah. Um, Gotta have it. Something that did that went well was it was my second con ever dressing up. And... Um, someone from high school who hated me and like had it out for me was a big geek herself and so she actually like found me somehow she didn't know it was me and she got a photo with me and was complimenting me and i was like i you have no idea how hilarious this moment is because you don't know it's me it was oh, wow. so good yeah and i I mean i don't know i've never That's found like the, the photo nerd revenge but yeah yeah
1: look at me now
6: yeah, exactly. You're, you're, you're the one that ran up to me squealing. Like, that's yeah. kind of funny.
1: That's funny. I had a I had a piece of warbler that I didn't strap before I. It was like a shoulder piece. It was, again, on Shira. Ra. There's fun. And my husband looked at me and he goes, How are you getting that on your shoulder? And I go, Spirit gum. And he goes, What? <laughs> He's like, It's four pounds of solid warbler. I go, Is that bad? He's like, Oh my, oh my God. God. So, yeah, always wear your costume before you go to the con. Dress rehearsal. Always. Um, Yeah, you can't. And and don't try to attach things with spirit gum. uh, Do stairs. Yeah.
6: when In your rehearsal, practice stairs. Mm
1: -hmm. I started doing the photo shoots. I started doing my photo shoots before the con. That way I'm not running around a con trying to find a photographer. I have a nice practice run. I have pictures for a build book if I need one. And it's just like way less stressful. Like, I that's a good go. idea. <laughs> yeah. If you, the only problem is you've got to get the costume done, right? It has to be done, you know, ahead of time to get the photo shoot. And that's that's kind of where things, in theory, it's a good idea until you know, you're crunching. Does anybody here con have, have like a horrible con crunch? And have you, have you, or are you guys like all like,
8: okay, always <laughs> oh, I me. Mean, every single con, it's. Uh. <laughs>
3: So I actually put the question in our private chat. Have you guys ever accidentally destroyed something in your house on accident during a con crunch? I had to de-lacquer something in the bath. I wasn't thinking straight, because you know, 2 AM on a con crunch. I de-lacquered something in my bathtub and de-lacquered my bathtub on accident.
1: (laughs) Wow. Yeah. But you know what? You got it done, right?
3: Yeah, building maintenance wasn't too happy about it. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't think I've ever yes. destroyed anything. Um,
4: <laughs> I haven't destroyed anything, but I got like a bit of a horror story from when I built Mister Sin- Sinister a couple of years ago. I was, I want to say it was the night, I, yeah, the Thursday night before the Friday of Fan Expo, uh, our, our biggest one up here. Uh, and I was, I th- yeah, it was about three in the morning, and I was putting finishing touches on that. And I was working in my parents' basement, and then in one of the closets, I heard and no, or I heard something in the ceiling, and then I heard something then drop into the closet, and the closet door was open just a peek, and then I saw a head pop out, and we we have cats, and it wasn't a cat head; it looked like a rodent, and then all of a sudden it started to fly. So at three in the morning, a bat was in my parents' basement, and I was like, oh no, and. Well, both, my parents woke up because I was kind of like screaming, like "No!"
2: <laughs> you know, I'm
4: supposed to be in bed because I got to be at work for like probably like six thirty in the next morning or something like that. But I was you know, that woke me right up again. So, and then I didn't. I think I called it a night there. I said, uh, you know what, uh, <laughs> yeah. "I'll have to get back to it on the Friday of the con because I'm not." That was.
1: Fun. I think the worst thing that ever happened to me. I was trying to finish a costume for BlizzCon online, and. It was actually a Plague Bringer back there, the guy with the tree wings. And I was – Plasti dipped it. The chest plate was done, which was the hardest, most detailed part. And it was – I brought it in the house. I thought I could get away with this. I brought it in the house, and I put it in a room to cure because it was Plasti dip in Florida, which it's not
0: Plasti good. just doesn't like the humidity.
1: It does not. So my husband's like, you cannot have this in here. We're all going to die. And I'm like, <laughs> what? But it's my costume. And he's like, no, brain cells, children. It's going back out in the garage. And the Plasti Dip activated the fibra. Like, I guess because it was in the sun, and the fibra reactivated while the Plasti Dip was drying. And the Plasti Dip was black, so it just, like, acted like a complete, like, you know, absorbed the heat. And the fibra started to, like, melt down the chest plate. (laughs) And... I was like, so this is going to be intentional. I intentionally did this to make it look, you know, like it's melting because this character is heating from the inside or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, that was, I definitely cried. I was, cause there's nothing you can do at that point. Anything you try to do is just going to make it worse, right? So I was like, fun fact Fibra in Florida will reactivate if it's left in the sun.
0: Uh, if you haven't yet, try rust-oleum peel coat instead of plasti dip huh. i don't use plasti dip anymore i only use peel coat okay uh, it's I've much less flex. temperamental to heat cold yeah uh, humidity it, it goes down much smoother it leaves no texture behind uh In it the humidity, comes
1: it doesn't it cures it doesn't really cure at it all. doesn't cure um, well at all no so i've been using uh hex flex um you know i like that stuff
5: yeah um yeah plastic dip sent me to the hospital one time i was like no (laughs) (laughs) that stuff is very dangerous Uh, back when i was very very early into it i didn't ventilate the room properly now it's like i'm outside with two fans facing the wind
2: yeah ventilator
5: Mm -hmm. goggles on gloves everything Mm -hmm. but uh yeah, I had a very bad experience with plastic. that but it works well here in Chicago because
1: it's right. Windy, but, it, but then you have to go outside, cold. you know, yeah. to, to spray. It, yeah. you know, and I hot didn't,
5: hot. I didn't take it serious. It was yeah. a young rookie mistake, and I paid the price.
1: <laughs> I was never used to again be really loose with my contact cement and not using my ventilator or, or being inside with yeah. the contact cement, and now I'm like, I don't want cancer. I like yeah. my brain cells, so like I'm like basically just have the mask on all day. Yeah. Um, oh, I for sure have
6: shaved off a few years of my life yeah. just due to non ventilation.
5: Oh yeah, oh mm-hmm. yeah, and it was just one of those things where they had to like literally give me an IV to flush it out of my. I, yeah. It was like all I could smell and taste for like two whole days was just like plastic. It was one of the worst experiences, but it worked. Yeah, but it's I, good. I I'll think never do it again.
1: But... <laughs> I, think, I think that, though, you know, there are a lot of alternatives. I've been using a lot of the Prop Monkey um, products and stuff like that. Like, we don't necessarily need it. And it's six books a can now. Hey. Hello. Like... Hey. Hi.
9: Sorry I'm late, guys. Sorry We're to interrupt. We're
1: thing. Hey. Um, Dad, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? We're just talking about times we ended up in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I think he just froze, too. I, I think oh, good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, anybody else ever end up in the hospital? Uh, I, I actually have gotten off stage at a contest and went to a hospital. I had uh, I was pregnant, and I was... Are you
9: talking pregnant. about being in a hospital related to cosplay? Or just yeah, in- yeah. <laughs> because, you, know, you gotta... Uh, no, I've been fortunate enough to... By the way, hi, I'm Aaron from The Married Makers. Nice to meet all of you, and hi. nice to be here. Uh. Uh, I apologize for my spotty internet connection, but uh, I'm in the middle of nowhere, so... Um, well, luckily, I have not been unfortunate enough to be in the hospital due to cosplay, so that's pretty lucky, right. I guess.
1: Yeah. Sorry I... to
9: continue. Sorry. No, you're
1: fine. I went off stage and went into an ambulance. I was six months pregnant in armor. I, I do that oh. a lot, uh, and I was having some issues, and I I thought that you know something was wrong. It wasn't. Everything's fine. She's asleep now. She's great. Uh, but. <laughs> I like was walking across the stage, and now Megacon and Fan Expo have changed their rules that like, if you're having a medical emergency, you're immediately disqualified from the con test. And I was Ooh. like, is this because of me? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, okay. They're like, you have to seek medical attention first. And I'm like, okay. Um, but anybody else ever end up in the hospital because of cosplay? Besides Trissie? <laughs>
6: Not the hospital, but I've had like, um, when I, in my first year I was using hot glue for everything. I hadn't gotten into super glue or contact cement and I was working on a Viking kind of cosplay with a bunch of fur, like faux fur. And, um, I had done a panel and I put it down and I went to just kind of rest my hands, um, and just wait for everything to cool down. And then I, my, I moved my hand up and the whole cosplay went up with me. I was like, that's kind of weird. And so I, I, Pulled it away and it basically took out probably like a quarter-sized chunk out of my palm. There's no scar, which sucks because that would have been a really cool story. <laughs> People would like, "What's the hole in your palm?" Um, but it was like no bleeding or anything because it was it was a it was a burn. Um, but it was one of those like you look at it for a second, you're like, "That should hurt more than it does." Like, <laughs> I think I'm gonna call it a day. But no, no hospital.
1: Great. Did anybody else ever have the grate from the heat gun? burned into their
9: skin. I I, I accidentally sat on one and I got it burned into my calf. (laughs) I
1: I, I feel like I want to make temporary tattoos of the heat gun great and give it out at a con and be like, are you one of us? (laughs) Because those things are like, you just forget. You like set it down and all of a sudden you're like, you know, oh my God.
8: I They say like makers
9: makers of great cosplay. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I like you. That is really
1: great. I might actually steal
9: that. Uh, it's all yours. Take it, yeah.
1: Forget the ribbons. Temporary tattoos. Next Dragon Con. Let's yeah. go.
9: I am I was tempted to buy... The, have you seen those Adam Savage patches for, like, makers? It's like, one, uh, like a scout's patch, and it's for, like, gluing your fingers together, or accidentally <laughs> ruining the paint job, or, you know, like, gluing the wrong thing at the wrong time, and you have to take apart your build, or whatever. It's they should make those specifically for cosplay.
6: They should do one that's in quotations battle damage.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually really good. Yeah. The worst is sealing. Like, I have the worst time. Like, you, you get done, you think something is all set, and then you use the wrong sealer. And the next thing you know, mm. it's just like, it's either crackles or dulls. And you're like, now you have to, like, mm. you're like, okay, well, that, you know. The
9: worst Let's is steal when you seal it and there's a fly in there. You come the next day and there's a dead oh, fly. Oh. Or, like, a spider, and you're like, oh, my God, come on.
1: Battle damage.
9: Yeah. Yeah.
6: <laughs> Though, I, for me, when it comes to sealer, the nightmares I've had with it are more so for uh, gloss sealers. I'm not sure if anyone else has that. Um, but, like, with flat sealers, totally fine. Uh, with gloss sealers, I have, it's just horrible to use. I try my mm. best never to use gloss sealers, ever.
1: The automotive, like, 2K sealers and stuff, they're just – to get those to not crack, it's – uh.
9: Yeah, they can yeah, to if be you spray very thick, close.
0: and yeah, you get runs, and
9: it's... If you get it too thick, and you spray too many layers too fast, it actually sucks out the moisture from the bottom layers, and crop, causes the crack. So you have to do thin layers for the auto sealer. They're very tricky.
1: Very tricky, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the science behind what I stumbled on, which was thin. I didn't know why it worked, but I like the moisture. I like that. Thank you. That's good news. Oh, no
9: yeah, learn the hard
1: way. <laughs> yeah so
9: we we're
7: just I'm sure about we've all hospital. learned it the hard
9: way
1: go ahead dc
7: oh uh, yeah uh we were just talking about being in the hospital if you use 2k uh paints make sure you're wearing like a full body like coveralls and respirator like it's basically spray resin uh mm. it's gonna cure and you don't want to be breathing that in getting it on you yeah but uh it one is. of my best investments was like 40 bucks on amazon a paint booth it's literally a tent but like mm, oh, the dust yeah, flying yeah. around, it it it's so much easier. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah.
9: Ooh, to to add on that, I just finished. Uh, I'm doing a commission uh, for Fan Expo actually, um, and uh, I just finished uh, using a polish on something, and it was a, it was an I got it off of Amazon, but it's a I think it's a fairly well known brand. I'm not sure. And I thought I'd try it instead of 3M because 3M's expensive. And holy shit, if you're using certain polishers wear protective like wear a full-on face shield wear long sleeves i did it a week ago and it's gone now but for almost a week my ear and my face was i sprayed polisher all over and like i've sprayed stuff all over myself all the time using all different kinds of chemicals and it's usually fine if i wipe it off i had a rash like
1: oh gosh
9: i looked like i was in high school again it was like just all bumpy and red and my ear looked like I was like an MMA fighter because I had like cauliflower ears it was swollen like three times size. Oh, my
2: God.
9: yeah and it was from like a polishing solution and I just had the misfortune of of lifting the sander with the polishing pad off the object I was polishing and it just sprayed it's fun and sprayed right across my face and my ear and then I took my uh, yeah like wear your PPE that's for sure because yeah. mm-hmm. it is not fun
1: there's, yeah. there was. Did you guys see the guy who had the UV resin in his spray in his uh, airbrush machine and was spraying it on a foam armor piece? No. Oh. And yeah, in a tutorial, this is <laughs> this is a thing. And I mean, if you want to die, if you want to go blind, that's a really awesome way to do it. Um, yeah, like, and people were, uh, there was a couple people like Willow Creative and stuff like that that were kind of coming out saying, do not do this, you know, because mm. but that's like, like, to me, like, that's the scary thing. You watch a tutorial like that, and you're like, oh, you could put UV resin in an in a airbrush machine and spray it on things. Don't do that. I
9: am mm. like, you know? like, I'd be printer, more worried about the gun. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, yeah, but like from the, the, the UV resin that's in the 3D printer, the printer. Oh, so yeah, yeah. Resin, yeah. Like, I, who even would? i don't even know well yeah put that I in don't...
0: the air yeah that's
1: in your yeah. eye and then you go outside and it cures that sounds like fun. you know what i mean like there's just sweet, like yeah. yeah but no and i mean we, we work with a lot of really scary stuff right you know yeah. uh, and and you can't mess around with that there's a reason that when you go to see you know a uh, auto mechanic and he's in a paint booth he's got fully covered there's a reason for that to, to DC's God. you know point like yeah. there's a reason that people wear protective stuff and or just I, take a
6: look at any behind the scenes of what a workshop oh yeah right yeah,
9: yeah. Mm-hmm. like molding yeah. and casting and all that stuff that yeah, i've worked in studios where we have to because insurance won't cover you unless you have the proper stuff. because they'll say oh right. well you're sick but did you have your ppe on and if you don't then they're like well mm-hmm. that's
1: there's so many new products that come out, like XTC for 3D prints, is fantastic, right? I've used that, but you have to make sure you're doing the right thing with it. Um, yeah, you know, for sure. Um, and
9: um, that's one I, place you shouldn't cheap out on either. No. Like, don't buy a cheap Amazon brand for like your filters or anything like that, unless it's a name brand off of Amazon. Never cheap right. out on that stuff. That's where you cannot afford to spend ten bucks instead of thirty. You know,
1: you will need your exactly. lungs long yeah, after yeah. you you might retire from from building armor uh you will need them so um anybody else have anything um i have my i'm like down to one question so
9: oh i missed um, a lot sorry
4: guys oh, yeah did i oh, know I got, a, I, I got a really important i can ask now i just yeah. placed an order on marriedmakers.com for some foam uh this afternoon so has it shipped that's me <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Do you guys, Um, before I I ask, but do you have any, um, if you want to do like a shout out, your whether you take commissions or whether you have, you know. Oh, for uh, me? Anybody. Yeah. Oh, okay. Shout out your jams, your promotional pitches. Someone else go first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can go first because I'm really
4: easy. I don't really sell sell anything. I just cosplay for the joy of it. Um, I just love going to cons, meeting other makers, hearing how they built their stuff um so you can check me out at pentacle cosplay on instagram um you know i'm uh, gonna start a new build soon with the uh, foam i just ordered uh, but i still got drafting to do so i'm not i'm not in a rush uh, but just to, uh, to let you I, know i'm of out of, out a
9: of a town build. so that order won't get to you till next week no
0: Sorry. i know i
4: know
9: yeah anybody
0: else want
1: to anybody else want to not take the high road <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, hey jordan are we actually going to see you at uh, fan expo
9: yeah yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna show up tomorrow. Oh, looking forward yeah, to it yeah. looking forward to it
1: which one yeah, is that Toronto? yeah 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 yeah,
9: yeah. yeah. So i want to, to build... Not
6: this year but next year now that I, I used to live in alberta so now i'm much closer i'm in thunder bay so oh, yeah. i'm very excited oh, to actually be able closer. to go to fan expo <laughs> yeah so Ooh, anybody else want to cool
1: plug stuff? their socials or or whatever real quick um
9: oh, i'll do that i'm shameless yeah, as, this uh, so is
1: your moment for shameless. My, my,
9: my better half is <laughs> not here, uh, Wendy. She's also part of the Married Makers. Uh, we're found on all the socials uh, at Married Makers, except for TikTok, which is underscore Married Makers. Someone else took Married Makers, but you know it is what it is. Um, we generally don't do commissions unless they're really large. We, we've been taking on more commissions for like studios and companies now, uh, but we do sell EVA foam on our website. Although we are running low on stock, we're not gonna be restocking anytime soon just because we're trying to focus more on the prop building commission side of our business. Um, unless it's something really cool. Like there's been the odd <laughs> time where someone wants to collaborate and I'm like, oh dude, that's way too cool to give up. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll I'll commission with this. Like we've been commissioned for just just doing raw prints, we've, uh, 3D modeling. Um, because before this, uh, both my wife and I are, were professional 3D modelers for about 10 years or so. Nice. Um, we, uh, but that's about it, yeah. All right. Just, oh, we do sell some props and stuff on our site. Um, little odds, odd things that we, odd things here and there that we make um, that we think are cool that we want to sell, but we don't really do something.
4: You've got those gorgeous wooden Pokemon cards right now in your shop.
9: Oh, oh. We do. Are- there's uh, only a few left. We made, like, we made a bunch, and a bunch of them sold right away. Then they just kind of died out, and then we just kind of forgot about them. But uh, we're, try- we're going to try and hype it up for the next con. I think Anime North is coming up next, I believe, right? Yeah. So we're going to try and hype that up, maybe make a few more. We have uh, giant-sized Pokemon cards laser-cut into hardwoods that we made. Uh, that was my COVID hobby, getting more into woodworking. Um, you
1: should do uh, Mirabelle. You should do the doors, like custom doors. Of oh, the laser that's a great idea. Encanto, and then backlight it.
9: Oh. All right, I'm taking that. I'll trade you we for the it. whole. Aaron's like, I gotta go. I bet you that
1: there, there. That's like one that like, like there is some women in my my HOA. They would. Like for like, their little Timmy, you know, or whatever, they would love mm-hmm. that. Like, doesn't even have to be a cosplay thing. Like, that would be huge. Yeah,
9: no, that's a great idea. I'm totally gonna. Oh, I, I'm 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 sorry. I'm like bubbling idea. Like I'm ruminating right now. anybody do
1: like different, like the kid? Like oh, okay, yeah, so Timmy yeah. like soccer. So you make it like you know his superpower yeah, yeah. is soccer balls or something.
9: And you get like epoxy inlays, so you have lights shining through, and it can like flicker with some LEDs.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. And it could be like over the door and just hang. Like
9: over the door. See, now go. I'm going to be thinking about this all weekend. I'm I not going to enjoy the cottage. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> not a great the idea. Of
1: nowhere, and you're like already yeah. sketching it out. Um, anybody else want to like if you have commissions or anything like that, or anything you want to promote real quick before I guess we do the? I mean, JS, is there anything else that we should do besides one more? Yeah. Okay.
0: No, I mean check out Geeks and Co. Everywhere. Okay. Uh, YouTube uh trying to get a youtube channel off the ground in partnership with cosplay alliance so check us out uh but no i mean we've been online for god an hour and 40 minutes now uh we were supposed to be online Mm. for an hour so it was obviously (laughs) good conversation uh so nothing else of order unless anybody wants to pitch anything else i guess you can probably ask your last question
5: i got something to pitch Ah, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes, there you go. Make sure to go Oh by my God, the we should get a little bit
1: more. I think. <laughs>
9: oh, Who's I that fellow on the front there? Dude, yeah, looking you. at those, I can see them behind you. I'm, I'm actually, I tried to just expand yours to see all of them right behind you. They look freaking awesome. They look yeah, great. You, really great. I, I don't know if you discussed them already, but I'm gonna bring it right back up. Do you, like, use, uh, like, banding foam, or is it, like, uh, modeling foam, or uh, clay, or molding Yeah,
5: so it's a mixture of just EVA foam and foam clay, and then other, like, found materials. Like, um, sometimes I'll be, like, in Home Depot, and I'll see, like, some of the PVC pipings that I'll, like. Fit into like the hell bat or like the back of Scarecrow's head yeah. and just like a little dollar 39, and I'll just use that. But uh, everything is hardcore EVA foam, foam clay builds. That looks great. Uh, I was just talking about the trenches teeth, how I made those out of actual uh teeth from a comb that I accidentally stepped on at night. <laughs> <laughs> um, so just foam clay, foam, and more foam, and more foam. A little bit more formal, <laughs> it. On it. <laughs> yeah.
8: <laughs> <laughs> it. in the right direction, right?
5: Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate oh, it. Follow at Trish Rex on all social platforms. I got some cool uh merchandise that we were uh talking about at uh T2E2, and I got some more. Uh, cool stuff that
1: gonna be are, are you going to be at c two in August?
5: I will. I will. I got a cramp in my stomach, so I'll find you know. it. <laughs> oh no! I'll
1: find it. I always have a cramp in mine. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I, I will. I give birth uh, in July, so I will be my on a plane boy. for c two right after that. My mom's like, "Okay, <laughs> you're ambitious." Um, uh, I'm gonna stand up uh, for
5: the rest of this because my uh, this whole abdomen size.
0: Hey, Tris, you want to throw that uh, that magazine back on the screen, guys? Yep. If For the people that are watching, if you... Well, first of all, if you don't know, Cosplay Alliance has its own magazine. That's this month's issue. A lot of us are actually in this issue. Rivera's in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Mary yeah. Makers yeah. is in it. Uh, Lisa is in it. Uh, yeah. Who else? Uh, so make sure to Jordan's go check out... Jordan, is Jordan in it? Let Wait. me
2: see here. I'm no, I'm not. I know.
9: Oh, no, Sorry. Yeah, the chat. I was thinking of the chat. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. Yeah,
0: yeah there's a lot, a lot of wicked cosplayers in this specific ball in every magazine. But I this one specifically. Oh, there's a yeah, very right there. Oh, my my favorite cosplay of hers of all Those time. Those
1: lights are light. They light up, man. They are bright. They are bright. I got to yeah. step up
4: my game so I can get in that. I'm like, oh,
5: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think the cramps beside it.
4: Sorry. Right.
5: <laughs> so I
1: guess my last build is that if anybody's watching this and they want to get started into cosplay, what's the one thing you would tell them to do? Or one place or one tip? Or what's the tip that you will always give cosplay? We should
9: all go through it and everyone give their, their, their tips so everyone gets a little get yeah. different perspectives. That'd be fun.
1: Yeah. You could start. You just volunteered. You don't uh,
9: I, was I was about to do the not it. it. Yeah, okay. no. um, <laughs> don't, don't hold yourself to other people's standards. Just because, like, if you look at it, like, when you first, when I first started, I would look at someone like Kamui, right? Like Svetlana's work, or like Harrison's work at um, Volp Prop, and you'd think, well, shit, I, I'm, I can't do that. And doesn't mean you shouldn't, it shouldn't discourage you. It should give you something to work toward. Don't let other people's work discourage you. Um, or like intimidate you rather, that's probably a better way to say it. Don't, don't get intimidated and just, you'll never get better unless you try. Cause like, I'll look back at some of the stuff I did and be like, Ooh, I won't do that, but you know, you have to start somewhere and you can only get better. The more you, the more you try, the more you practice. And as long as you stay positive like that, then that's all you can do. And as long as you have fun and enjoy yourself, then there you go. There
6: you I come.
0: agree a hundred percent. Just do it. Yeah. yeah, jumping
6: off of Aaron, mm-hmm. some of the, yeah. sometimes the greatest ideas come from well, let's just try it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, oh, that works really well. I'm just going to continue to do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
9: I agree. Yeah.
8: Yeah. Don't be like me and wait 10 years to start your dream cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: You can always remake it three or four times, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
6: Says every I, Batman cosplayer ever. <laughs>
1: I would say surround yourself with good people, right? There's so many Ooh. good people in the cosplay community Ooh. that will help you, that will lift you up, that will, you know, support you and promote you. And just even, you know, I think of some of my friends who are amazing builders way better than me. And they, like, will message me out of the blue going, hey, you, I hope you're having a good day. Like, there's enough people like that. You can find them. Um, and 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 you don't need to be a part of the other nonsense. So
8: there's yeah. a lot of all these
1: people, these amazing people. You can sit and talk shop, and it's just no egos, no drama. We're just like having fun talking about going to the bathroom in armor.
9: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. and how you optimize sitting down in this in the armor right? after go. the I, third here's or fourth the run
6: tip for yeah. into great zippers.
9: Yeah. Oh yes.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go. <laughs> so river, she's There's got it right that. there she's like here it is yeah anybody else with a tip for somebody or for yeah.
4: me yeah sure i got one i was gonna say if you're if you are if you definitely know cosplays for you and you're gonna get in it just set little goals with your build you know mm-hmm. each time you may be like oh i want to try like maybe it's just mastering a certain technique or something like that maybe it's just sanding down your edges just a little bit better than the last cosplay uh on this next one i want to make sure that my chest piece is going to be two separate pieces so that when you sit down the chest has got room to move and it's not going to just right up on you it's just stuff like little goals and then just be happy it doesn't have to be perfect overall but you learn a little bit something and your next build is going to be that much better
1: awesome
7: yeah i was going to say just do it like don't worry about how it's going to be just go for it but three of you already said it and then i was going to say uh it's it's not a competition until you're in a competition, but even then everyone's having fun. So I guess for someone starting out, make sure you actually wear your cosplay before you get to the event. Mm. Test it out. Yes. Mm. Yes. Yeah. You'll figure That's... out real quickly when you try to walk around. Is this gonna hold up? Don't walk around for like two minutes. Like really, really give it a good test drive.
1: <laughs> didn't you say go up the stairs? is that great you? advice? You that? Ooh, yeah. Someone said that. Yeah, think about you're
7: gonna go over stairs, over a curb. Are you gonna be able to go to the bathroom? How are you gonna get into that right hydration level? Like, you don't have to go, but you're not gonna pass out,
1: right? Tris, that needs to be
6: a that needs. I'd love to see a video of you trying to like hail a taxi.
2: (laughs) That's a good TikTok.
6: That's a good TikTok.
2: That's Certain a really good thing. just yeah.
5: like not possible. <laughs> that would be great. That would There's be a great. video
1: yeah. of me on my TikTok of me with Bowsette horns trying to get Doesn't into. Say, were Uber. you like this? <laughs> yeah, I'm like this. And then I'm like, just shut the door. <laughs> the Uber driver's like, okay. <laughs> yeah.
6: I would say um, something that helped me a lot was just messaging people. Um, who are who have been in the game longer than I have, especially if you're a beginner. Because, um, I mean, sometimes you won't get people who message you back, and sometimes you get people that message you back and go, um, you know, don't do that, or I wouldn't recommend it, or try this, try that. Talk to this person. I, I personally don't do chain mail. Talk to this person, or, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Networking can infinitely help you Get over some hurdles you don't need to do, even though it is beneficial uh, to do to, to, to run into some issues on your own. Some of them you don't have to. And by networking and talking to other cosplayers and building a community um, can really help with that.
1: For sure, and I don't, you know, I would say ninety percent of people will answer your question. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just answer a, or ask a specific question. Yes. So, <laughs> you know, I get a lot of time, a lot of times things like, "How do you make make things out of foam?" And it's like,
6: yeah,
1: mm, uh, or how?" You know, what should I do? How should I start? It's it, you have mm. like if you, but if you message me and say what density foam should I use or what thickness or something? Like if you have a specific question, you'll get an answer. If I don't know the answer, I'll be like, oh, I don't do larger than life builds, but I know this guy named Triss. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get a lot of, of larger than life questions. Actually, I'm going to start sending them your way. I'm like, I don't know, man. I've never been on a stilt before. Uh, not people yeah. out with wings, mm-hmm. but I mean, for sure, like I think that's. Don't be afraid to ask questions because you'll mm-hmm. find your you'll find your Yoda. I have a couple Yodas.
9: It never hurts, right? Like it, it, You'll be surprised what you can get out of people, like in terms of answers and whatever. If you just just ask, as long as it's reasonable, as long as you know it's in a you're polite and it's in a nice way. It never hurts to just ask. And I, like you mm-hmm. said, this is a great community overall. As a whole, the cosplay community is so great that it like people will ask about 3d printing a lot and we'll usually give them advice and tips and that but if they say i want to print this what do i do like well i i don't know do you have a printer what type do you have what are you trying to you know what like you said be specific a little bit more but like it doesn't hurt it doesn't hurt at all Mm -hmm. there's like if, if if someone says oh sorry i can't really talk right now or i'm a little busy i can't help you you're no worse off than you were before you asked. But right, right. the off chance you find your Yoda, like you said, then yeah. you're all the better, and then you learn more. And then one day someone could ask you that same question, and you can pass it along.
6: Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And for goodness sake, please just don't message us, hey.
9: Yes, I was just going to say that.
6: <laughs> or also, hi. also are, uh,
2: yeah.
9: Yeah. Um, um, just don't ask me how my feet
1: look. I wear armor. My feet are a wreck. <laughs> I lose a toenail every Dragon Con. You don't want to see that. Like, But then my husband's like, well, how much does he want to see your feet? Because I mean, <laughs> you just send him a picture of mine.
2: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> no, I did. I, I got, hey, do you, have, do you have cute toes? And I was like, my toenails are black and blue. Like... <laughs>
8: I've gotten that too. <laughs> I'm just like no.
1: <laughs> I will like, go ask a seamstress. Like no way, mm-hmm. the armor. No, I wear warble shoes. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, right. Well, sweet. thank you guys so much. And again, Triss, you want to hold that magazine up because we are all here to support Cosplay Alliance, mm-hmm. and they have a magazine that is specific Woo! to armor builds. So pick it up. You can get it digitally and physically. Right.
5: And they, and they feel the so, good. Yeah. so good yeah. <laughs> nice and smooth yeah. I, just I was to gonna say like, well,
6: I okay. do have an Etsy shop as well that do some mm-hmm. templates for really simple builds like really simple shapes and stuff like that um and it's the same the freakish workshop on Etsy as it is on Instagram so I just didn't get to do it before so awesome I, I was gonna say one thing
5: uh as far as a tip plan the work and work the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, when yeah. it comes to a lot of these armor builds whether it's small or large a lot of things will work out in your head perfectly but once you see them in foam it is totally different so have a plan A, B, and C if needed in order to, to get those done so whether you're beginning or whether you're more seasoned always go in with a plan so you can know where to you know take yeah. a step back and go back to the draw
0: board. Go in with a plan, but don't be afraid to change that plan along the way. Got to adapt. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Call the merry makers and be like, yo, I can't do this. Yeah, 3D print it for me. would
0: yeah, <laughs> <no. laughs> be like, sorry, you're too busy. Ah, uh, uh, Sorry.
1: I'm just going to message him, hey,
9: <laughs> yeah. Hey, stop. Let me see your feet. Uh... <laughs> Can you print me your feet? You print-
8: <laughs> I- <laughs> That's a good business idea. I- there.
9: Yeah. <laughs> Actually, to go off a little bit what triss said, um, plan like you know plan ahead and everything. Also, once you plan and once you get going, like you said before, like you have to adapt. But don't be too precious with your work too. Don't be afraid. I know it's scary, but like, say you have, you make, you, you make something out of foam and it looks really good, but you want to try carving into it, but you're like, ah, if I carve into it, what if I messed it up? I cut too deep, do this. It's a new technique you're not comfortable with. Don't be too precious with it. You can always build it back up. You can always do it again. Don't be afraid to, like we said before, don't be afraid to try again. Don't be too precious with your work. That is something I learned. I learned in cosplay. I learned in animation. I learned, in, in working in art is just being too precious with your artwork because this is art. Um, yeah. Yeah. is, is, uh, if you're too precious, then you'll never get anything done and you'll never push your own boundary. So yeah. that's, yeah, that's very important too. Super. Super. All right. Yay. All right. I'm so glad I joined for the last 15 minutes, guys. Well, it was really enjoy. awesome
1: 15 minutes. It was better with you there, and I also will will be looking at be on the lookout for the Mirabelle uh, Encanto doors.
9: Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I I legit I think that's a great idea. It's we'll just have to put it. I'm sure I don't know if you guys talked about it, but the infinite list of of yeah. things that you want to do, the cosplay list and the work list, and yeah, yeah,
2: it's
9: it's a great idea because that's like super hot. Like, who doesn't love Encanto? So, like, but. I've watched it seven times today. (laughs) Oh, man. Watch it all the time. People are like, oh, because you have a daughter, right? I'm like, yeah, because I have a daughter. (laughs) It's totally because of her. That's why I watch
6: it. Like My wife sent me a photo of that where it's a guy uh, taking out, like, a bunch of action figures from Toys R Us. And it's like the uh, the the clerk is like, Oh, your kids are gonna love those. Like, yeah, my kids. Yeah, my yeah. kids. Sure.
5: I, I love it. I get that all the time when I go to Target. Like it was the other day I was picking up a prescription, but um, I also had like this McFarlane toy with me. <laughs> and I was like, No, this is for me. You know, I I'd even yeah. I don't even play it off anymore. It's like no, oh, this is for me. <laughs> this is the medicine to go with the medicine, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm awesome. addicted to action figures, freakish and DCW. I know you guys already know, but it's like I. Oh, I, I, get it. It
1: I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I can't give it up. I'm sorry. We're all giant years children, old right? They're if you have, we have to be right. Like we're yeah. <laughs> playing drinking. Our hobby is playing dressing. dress up. Exactly.
7: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All there. <laughs> exactly.
1: Oh. I go to a con and I'm just like. Let's go, adult money. Yeah, <laughs>
5: it's it's a holiday for us, right? It's like yeah. you get to see yeah. all the people you know, you get to celebrate each other's work, and you get to buy like cool stuff yeah. that you just don't get to see every day, you know. So it's, it's dope. I can't think
1: of a better way to spend my day.
9: Mm. And it's it's something better about there's something much more satisfying about shopping in person at a con in that atmosphere mm. than just ordering it online. Yeah, yeah. you know. Even if yeah. it's a more expensive, cheaper, it doesn't matter. There's something satisfying about going to a show, finding a booth and be like, Oh and then and buying exactly what you want in person.
6: Oh Art like or talking to the I
8: artist Talking to the artist. I have
1: no more space in my walls, but I need that artwork.
7: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like sometimes cons are the only place to find certain things. Like i clocked star wars mm-hmm. black series i go to target and there's nothing Go to walmart there's nothing go to go to a con there's that same figure that was 20 bucks it's now 75 dollars but gotta get it
9: yep. yeah gotta get it <laughs> otherwise it's ebay for like 200 or something you know mm. like yeah
5: yeah that, that con inflation con inflation
0: yeah. is what i call inflation <laughs> exactly
1: and I don't, I know it, and I just don't care. I'm like, I know that Big Mom statue is only forty five dollars online, but you know what? You want seventy, and that just makes sense because I get to walk around with it for the rest of the day.
0: <laughs> well, there's something special about the fact that you bought that at this con, yes. right? Yeah, exactly. And it's it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's a memento of the con. It's not just a, oh, I bought this toy online. No, no. It's it's a piece of the con that you have now sitting in your office or your workspace or whatever the case is. Oh yeah. Actually, For a I remember few the... years
6: I would collect um, t- uh, graphic T-shirts with the characters that I cosplayed on them that year. So I nice. knew I'd look at that shirt and go, "That Aww. was 2018, 2019." That's, that's a great idea.
9: Yeah. that's a really that's good, good idea. Uh, a quilt's a, a quilt. good idea.
2: <laughs> <laughs> go quilt of the T-shirt so, from the T-shirt. I remember
9: two days before my wedding, uh, we went to Fan Expo uh, in Toronto, and I got I had X-Men number one, first edition. And I got it signed by Stan Lee there. Cool. And I'm like, this is the best day of my life. And I, I shook his hand and I told him, I love Iceman. He's underrated. He's my favorite X-Men. And then and then two days later, I got married. I'm like, I guess it's the best day of my
1: life. <laughs> Do you remember a couple yeah. days
9: ago? But it's, like, <laughs> it's, Stan Lee. Yeah.
1: it's
9: pretty close. <laughs> but it's there's something satisfying about saying like, yeah, I got this at the con. And then within the hour, I got it signed. And, yeah. you know, retirement fund, kids' education fund, that's, that's what that is right there. <laughs> you know?
5: yeah. Just sitting there on the wall, waiting.
1: Mm-hmm. At- my my husband pulls that with the Pokemon cards. This is gonna be our retirement. Ooh, sure, yeah. man. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah. All right, babe. Yeah. Yeah.
5: There was a uh, a very, I saw this, this post about the uh, holographic Charizard and like how much it's worth now. And it was very depressing yet sobering to know that, I, like, I had all those cards oh, like in God. abundance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like when I'm, I was younger. Like, oh, I don't, I don't want this stuff anymore. And now it's like, whoa. I, mm-hmm. I had all the
1: original <laughs> Kenner Star Wars like toys, and I still yeah. have the Canton in a box, the original, you know, yeah. Kenner. But, like, I had all of them. I had everybody. I even had, like, Bib Fortuna. And now my mom, I'm like, Mom, whatever happened to those? And she's like, Throw them away. I don't know. I'm like, Garage oh. sale. Yeah. She
9: didn't, uh, do that. She didn't uh, sell them. She threw uh, them away. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Like, let's take a moment of silence for the Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, listen, with that uh, pensive moment, uh, we've not been on for two hours.
2: So uh, we we do
0: need to cut. Yeah, we need to cut this off because, you know, I was supposed to be gone an hour ago. Uh, (laughs) But listen, thanks so much, everybody, for joining us. Uh, This was amazing. Again, everybody watching, make sure you go follow Cosplay Alliance. Click that link below, that subscribe button below. Super important. We're trying to grow this channel. So every subscribe and like helps a lot. Avera
1: can't wait to hang out with all of you people in real life you well know, thanks for
0: happy. doing this this was awesome. Yeah, thank if you're you. ever in the yes, toronto thank area you. you let us know all
1: right well do absolutely
0: it. see you at c2e2
1: yes oh yes.
4: Yeah. yeah i'll be there yes
1: oh, yeah awesome <laughs> well definitely i will buy the drinks
5: yeah. <laughs> i got a surprise for all my c2e2 folks
4: oh good nice yeah i was oh, gonna God, say thank, you. thank- yeah, thank you, JS, for uh, for yeah, running all the tech much. for us today. Thank you so much, Avera, for hosting. And I apologize there for interrupting Tris Rex because I want to know what that surprise is now. But
5: <laughs> oh, you you'll have to you'll see you'll see. <laughs> now, surprise! <laughs> tells you, man. Yeah, I, I you know I don't want to ruin anything. That's I right. want to make sure that now you now know,
9: want I now I want to go, go to St. About... 2 I've never been before, yeah. so yeah. As if you you come to, 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 to you Lucie. <laughs> I'm going
5: to make it worth your
7: plan. while.
1: <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much. Nice thank you, everyone. Up. All right. Thank yeah. you.
7: Bye, guys. Bye, Bye. Have a
1: great
7: right. night.